Hello, all my beautiful boys, girls, cats, and dogs, but mostly just boy cats. It's your pal Scott here. Drew and I forgot how to do the all request episodes because we have uh, extreme short-term memory loss, uh, memento style. And uh, we forgot that uh, we're supposed to record them in two parts because uh, when we talk about 10 movies and do a one hour preamble you get yourself a long episode although i will say looking back at the last batch of all request episodes this one at four and a half hours plus is somehow one of the shortest which is absolutely mind-blowing to me but uh here we find ourselves so uh so this is part two of the uh first of this batch of all request episodes if you haven't listened to part one that's actually insane to me but uh go and fix that (laughs) uh go listen to yesterday's part one and uh, then hop on over back here for part two and uh, in case you missed all the important instructions in part one, the uh, latecomer special is on. If you want to get in while the getting is inexplicably still good, uh, $50 US per movie request or more. $50 or more and one movie request or more uh, to paypal.me slash not Scott Henson. Uh, I'm on Cameo, because I'm a Cameo superstar now, and I'm transitioning all of my efforts onto that. Uh, Cameo.com slash Scoot. Of course, our sponsor, Manscaped.com, promo code CATS20. Uh, What else could there possibly be? Oh, yeah, join the YouTube channel. If you're uh, listening to this on YouTube, great. You you don't need to do any more clicking except one. Click the join button by the video. And if you're not on YouTube, if you're doing this on uh, uh, Napster, uh, then uh, go to YouTube.com slash at not Scott Henson and uh, click the join button and uh, become uh, one of those one of those guys <laughs> that gives us money. And uh, if I played my cards right... Those guys and gals who give us money are getting this episode early. And if you're not, I'm sorry. And, uh, we'll, uh, we'll try it for next week. But I am, uh, making moves here. And, uh, while we're on the apology train, uh, sorry to Deja, whose name I pronounce wrong in the first five seconds of this. Enjoy. Hairspray 2007 by Deja slash Dianite. Uh, one person, not two. She goes by, she's many names, she's many things to many people. This is the first declared act of terrorism <laughs> against me made in this all request spectacular. But not the last. But not the last. Yeah. That one's, this one is just domestic terrorism. That We're going last global. one is, is global <laughs> terrorism to me. Uh, stay tuned to episode seven or eight, because there is something that is, I consider to be a personal attack on my livelihood. Is it by Sonics? No. Oh, okay. No, way worse. Way worse. Interesting. Yeah, no. Stay tuned. I mean, mean, that, that's just, there's a couple things later on that are by, uh, retards. But, um, (laughs) yeah, this one right here. I consider 
a personal act of direct terrorism towards Drew. Drew just showed me the uh, the global terrorism movie, and uh, yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but he has opinions on it. Um, yeah, so stay tuned. Uh, you know what? I'll, if things don't change, I'll even tell you what episode that's going to be. Uh, it's going to be episode six on January 19th. I can't believe we're going to do this for that long. And that's not even the last one. <laughs> so I hate musicals with a passion. Yep. I hate watching people fake sing or real sing <laughs> to camera. Mm. Uh, but I, I, yes. I, I also hate people in movies singing to each other but not like let's say like you're talking about i think is it in love actually is there somebody singing a love song to someone in love actually probably you haven't seen it i don't mind if it's like something in a serious movie that is like romantic or sad or like some kind of gesture like that i don't mind Uh what i hate is like musical numbers i hate like over-the-top, embarrassing, like, stupid, exaggerated, yeah, comical, like, m- motions and singing and acting. Like, I hate that. <laughs> and uh, yeah. guess what? This movie is uh, all that. Yes. Did we say what it was? Yeah, we said Hairspray. Okay. 2007's Hairspray. Can yeah. go... Fuck it. Uh, this is the one that I have the most notes for. And uh, it's <laughs> Are mostly... They positive? It's mostly hate. I see. Uh, my first one's positive. Three seconds in and we have the word Negro. <laughs> uh, my first note is, who's this pig? <laughs> my second note <laughs> is, what's Nikki Blonsky up to lately? Also... 400? <laughs> fun (laughs) (laughs) i mean scott there has never been a bigger definition of a chode in my life she's four foot eleven three hundred and twenty pounds she's a she's a circle she she is she's um she's post Blueberry Violet Beauregard. Yes, absolutely. But, she should have been. But, she should have been blue. But also, her head is as big as her body. Yes. So she's a snowman. She, uh, <laughs> uh, Has anyone ever looked more like a Nikki Blonsky than Nikki Blonsky? No, no, no. She's a perfect name. She's she's a rever- <laughs> a reverse Annie Potts. Yes, because she also because Nikki Blonsky looks like she could be an Annie, Annie Potts. Potts. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't... It's set in the 50s, question mark? 50s going on 60s, because I will say... I am 50s going on 60s. (laughs) I will say my favorite song of the movie is Welcome to the 60s. Uh, Admittance, Scott. You fast-forwarded a couple songs? I I fast-forwarded all I'm gonna. Well, as we're going through, I'm going to read you my notes, but uh, we'll get there. Yeah, I, okay, I I just want to very quickly <laughs> glo- like just gloss over the plot, just read the fucking points we made, and then move on. I don't want to spend a lot of fucking time going through the plot of a dumb fucking musical. Uh, it's set in the 50s, going on in the 60s. There's a television show that all the kids are bopping it's and like, jiving and yeah, it's jumping like a, to. American bandstand. Yeah, it's a bandstand. Yeah. And they have mostly whites, and then they have one show that's the blacks. Negro Day. And uh, it's Negro Day. Yep. And, like, a lot of the white kids, like, 
like the black music yeah. and the black dancing and they want to do that and the families are like no we keep the colors and the white separate uh then <laughs> there's like a really fat pig who wants to also <laughs> dance like a regular human being she thinks she's people she like... thinks she's people they okay. put clothes on her and makeup <laughs> jesus <laughs> and then there's like you know political and uh and racial tension and yeah. marches and trying to get shows canceled because they don't want blacks on regular TV mm-hmm. and yeah that's the plot of the movie yeah here are my notes i'm just going to power through them and you can jump in whenever you want hit me travolta mailing in his any attempt to be feminine like not even trying it is it's john travolta in a costume it's john travolta it's a closeted gay man yeah. in a fat woman suit. Yeah. Uh race music made me laugh when uh, yeah. oh also uh, Michelle Pfeiffer is the only good character in this movie uh-huh. because she gets all the racist lines. Yes. And apparently uh one of the trivia notes that I read is that uh she didn't really realize she was the racist character until several days into filming. Fun. Um I said, oh, sick, a pre-mental breakdown Amanda Bynes, sans oh, face tattoos. Oh, yeah. Uh, which then leads me to trivia point of Amanda Bynes' character, Penny, is seen constantly eating lollipops. Bynes' father, who is a dentist, became very worried for her dental health. As it was established, she ate about 40 lollipops a day. She told him that she wasn't actually eating any of them, which in reality, she ate all of them. <laughs> and imagine living in a world where that's the only thing you need to worry about your daughter doing and not going mentally insane. Imagine that's the worst thing you lied to your dad about. Exactly. <laughs> um, Should I tweet Drake and ask him to murder my pussy? Yes. Okay. That worked out well. Um, Should I get obviously raped by Dan Schneider? Yes. Okay. But you gotta show me feet. Gotta show feet. Uh, I show. F- oh, okay. Wait, I was. That, was that Dan Schneider? I was about to think that, like, for like, because I was just thinking about feet. I'm like, wait, am I a Dan Schneider? No, I'm a Dan Schneider victim. You're the girl from iCarly. You're iCarly. I'm iCarly. Oh my God, Scott's iCarly. Yep. Um. Also, one of my most popular tweets of all time. Another boring day jerking off to iCarly. <laughs> 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 Uh, uh, another great uh, Michelle Pfeiffer line was when they're talking about how uh, it's it's brought up about like the you know like the Motown music and then she goes oh Detroit sound what's that the sound of people getting mugged very funny very funny yep Um, also Michelle Pfeiffer wanting to uh, steer people in the white direction next note yeah Uh, Negro Day made me laugh yep Uh, then okay then like actually can I can I pause you on Negro Day um oh nice pause very nice (laughs) um (laughs) kissing his own pause yeah you probably don't notice but before i do the claws you kiss them on their back no i always go (sighs) oh love it yeah i didn't know because my back i shine them up (laughs) shine them up before i claw them back love it (laughs) you should try and lift both of them next this show no one's big yeah you can do it you got strong haunches I do have strong haunches. Don't do it. I don't. Know. I'm not yeah. gonna do it. If if my if my back felt 100, yeah. I'd consider well, it. You know, be it really, does not. You know, be really fun is if we did it the other way, where you come off the second rope. With I mean, I'm, I can come off the second <laughs> rope. Not the top. Top is scary. Uh, I've done top once and it was scary. Yeah. Oh yeah, you did. Scott. Yeah. Anyways, continue. Please continue, um, Scott. With so, your point that you were gonna. <laughs> so I was looking up where I knew the uh, the teacher from. It's a kind of older lady. 
uh, Jane Eastwood. I knew her from oh. I knew her from Haven. Relation to? No. Mother of Clint. I looked. No, she's not Clint Eastwood's mother, <laughs> who's a hundred and twenty-seven years old. I uh, know. I knew her from uh, Haven, a Canadian filmed Stephen King related series. Yeah, once starred Edge. Once starred uh, as per the Adam Edge. As- not even, not even. As per the credits on Haven, WWE uh, Superstar Edge yeah. is how he was credited. <laughs> well, you're not wrong. He was a WWE Superstar. Well, you had to do something when your when your neck is shattered. Well, well, let's uh, test so, it out. yeah. So yeah. I was I was looking up where I knew Jane Eastwood from when I heard James Marsden saying Negro Day, <laughs> and I looked up from my from what I was doing. I was what? like, oh. <laughs> So yeah, so that was fun. Uh, yeah. So then, uh, okay. So then, Nikki Blonsky gets in trouble at school. She gets sent to detention. Of course, detention is full of blacks. Um, and then I wonder, <laughs> I wonder how this thick white woman ingratiated herself to all the black guys there so very quickly. But, uh, but I wrote. Do you know how pug fugly you need to be for black guys to not want to be into a fat woman that is clearly down to fuck? Because <laughs> she wants them, yeah. and they do not want her. They're nice to her, but I guess they don't want to fuck her. No. Yeah. But, Scott, do you not understand how ugly you have no, to no, be? No, no, look, I know. <laughs> I get it. Here, Okay, here's my note. I am 24 minutes into this movie. Okay. I wrote... At this point, I've actively watched six out of twenty-four minutes. <laughs> like, like that I didn't skip. Yeah. Any song. Songs are done. I skipped. Songs are gone. Yeah. I skipped all the way through the song. Then my next note. Ah, uh, I skipped another six minutes. So I guess I've watched six out of thirty minutes. <laughs> You're just powering through this movie. Uh, yeah. So then uh, they have an audition to be like the new lead dancer girl, or like one of the new dancers. Because the last on the one show. got pregnant. And. Old Porky goes out for her. I'm gonna be real mean about her, like yep. this whole time. Sure. Um. So she goes out for the audition, and she ends up like being quite good. So then the host of the show uh, is James Marsden. Mm-hmm. Noted uh, connection to Sonic the Hedgehog. True. So he says to her, "So Tracy, tell us about yourself." And Tracy says, "Well, I watch the Corny Collins show, and I do absolutely nothing else." And I yelled. <laughs> At my phone, at work, on my break, yeah, no shit, it shows. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I liked her being referred to as a chubby communist girl. Yep. Uh, Then they, when they were doing... I'm something of a chubby communist myself. Yeah. Uh, Then at one point uh, they were, I don't remember the context of it, I think it was like when they were starting to get them together to to dance, and somebody just yelled, Mix those kids! <laughs> well, that was pretty funny. I like mixing uh, the kids. And Michelle Pfeiffer referred to the uh, the mixture of them dancing as a black and tan cocktail. Yep. Um, then, get we get an awesome cameo. 
uh, Frank Costanza selling plus-sized bras. Jerry Stiller selling big girl titty holders. Uh, I wrote, is Travolta just doing Sweet D doing a Philadelphia accent? I mean, I know it's Baltimore. They're but... both, they're similar and equally stupid accents. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I wrote this accent in all capitals. Yeah, it's horrible. It's, yeah, it's absurd. It's not trying to be a woman, not trying to act, not trying to sound <laughs> like you're actually from wherever you're supposed to be from. Yeah. I did like the uh, the John Waters cameo as the flasher at the beginning. Yeah. I said, get, John Waters, hey, give me a The Wire reference, and this is my favorite Baltimore movie of all time. Yeah. Although, not filmed in Baltimore. Not filmed in Baltimore. Filmed in Toronto. Callback. Mm. Uh, I like when they show up to Frank Costanza's bra store, and he just gives them a tray of donuts. Yeah. And I said, huh, Frank's an encourager. He's, he's absolutely, he's a feeder. He's a feeder. Yeah. Um... Then there was a very funny line by Amanda Bynes where she said, where they were like, they were going to go protest the black show on the channel getting canceled, or the black day on the yeah. show getting canceled, and they invite her to go, and she says, oh, getting invited to places by colored people. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I wish I could invite It does. By black it does feel good. People. You feel very cool. You feel uh, very cool. Queen Laquifa uh, had a real sick leopard print outfit. Yes. Uh, it's a shame that it was jungle and not snow. True. Uh, and then I wrote... Too much gold, not enough white. And I wrote, at this point, I've maybe watched 22 out of 58 minutes. <laughs> I like that you're giving a running tally. Yep. Uh, although I stopped after that because I just wanted to get through the rest of the fucking movie. <laughs> um, I, I really, really wanted that donkey cigarette dispenser. Yeah. Where it comes out the butt. Yeah. I really very want cool. that. That's very cool. I bet you can find that somewhere. Uh, then I just wrote a completely tone deaf March so we can dance scene. Yeah. Like completely fucking tone deaf. Oh yeah. Um, I got a question about the, the structure of the school. Yeah. Do the black kids get to attend class or are they placed directly in detention? I feel like it's directly in detention. Okay, that was what, that's what I thought. They're never in anything else except for detention. Yeah, like in the morning, they just go report to detention, to detention yeah. and that's their school well, day. Every, every day, they get detention for the for, next day for being the for, wrong For color. being black, yeah. So then the next day, they show up and yeah. they're like, still black, it's kind of, detention yeah. tomorrow. It's kind of a catch-22. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, and I can't remember exactly what they do. What uh, Travolta is like a space denier. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what was the deal? Because it's it's obviously it's pre moon landing, so it, like he wasn't saying they faked the moon landing. I think I think you just like they're they're faking everything in space. Yeah. 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 I like that. Uh, I wrote. Am I honestly like supposed to believe that super mega hunk Zac Efron would really be into that complete chode? <laughs> really? Like. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Not everything is this, show. like, amazing, beautiful, like, oh, personality is all that matters. Sometimes Not Zac Efron can do better. Not the fact that your tummy goes further than your boobs. <laughs> I feel like I'm being really mean mine, now, but I'm fine with it. And mine then, mine um, does. And then my last comment was just... My tummy goes further than my boobs. Not a lot, but a little. Barely. <laughs> uh, and my, just the last note that I wrote was, a black sheriff? That's the, that was the twist. Yeah, that was Shyamalanian. Shyamalanian. That was more that was more Philly than Baltimore. That one. <laughs> uh, uh, my funny thing was I didn't know it was uh, directed by my favorite. So you think you can dance choreographer slash judge Adam Shankman? Cool. Who also I think he did like the the step ups too. Sure, I think I've seen the first one. 
I don't think I've seen any of them. A but, Jew? Uh, Adam Shankman? Uh, yeah, I'm going to play the odds and say oh, I, absolutely. I was referencing Black Sheriff. Oh. <laughs> I was referencing uh, Rum with Men in Tights. What has... Dave Chappelle's character's name is Achoo. That's right. What has Adam Shankman done for me? He uh, has produced stuff, but what have you... He's directed oh, 26 things. Sir Robin, you lost your arms in the war! <laughs> but you grew some nice tits. <laughs> uh, he did... What do we get? We got, uh, we got a hairspray. We got a... Cheaper by the Dozen 2. Cool. The Pacifier. Cool. I didn't know he directed, like, movie movie, because he's, like, a dance oh, guy. movie movies? Scott, <laughs> who the fuck saw either of those fucking movies? I mean, they were movies. Yeah, with a combined box office gross of like $80. Bringing down the house? What, is he in love with Steve Martin? I saw that one. Not in theaters, but I saw that one. The Wedding Planner? That's a good one. Didn't see that one. His uh, directorial debut. Your debut. And then what else we got? A d- d- directed Zach Efron's Pool Party. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Uh, some episodes of Glee. Oh, he ju- only only one step up. Step up. Twenty eighteens. Step up. High water. Oh, it's a sorry. It's a TV series, and he directed one episode. I have falsely attributed the Step Up movies to Adam Shankman. Huh. I think he choreographed for Step Up. Cool. Yeah. So that's my guy. Don't care. That's my guy, Adam don't Shankman. Care. Don't care. Move on. And that was Adam Shankman's two thousand seven Hairspray. Uh, what do you think about uh, Mishima? A Life in Four Chapters, uh, 1985, by Brock B., who describes this as his favorite Paul Schrader movie. Well, he hasn't seen First Reformed, has he? I would think that he hasn't seen First Reformed, because I like First Reformed. Uh, First Reformed Reformed is fucking And also, if we're opening it up to movies Paul Schrader wrote, then you got Taxi Driver and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, we're only doing directing. Even so, First Reformed... Uh, he also, Scott, okay. he also did Hardcore. Ooh. Come on. Come on. Come on. So, yeah. Shelly, come on. Shelly. <laughs> so, yeah. I in, I was intrigued with this from the start because you don't hear much about Japanese domestic terrorism. And <laughs> that seems to be, <laughs> that's what this is about. So, that that I found interesting. So, uh, yeah, so it's, in fact, told in four chapters. Mishima is... Oh, as the, as the, the name of the movie would... Truth in Advertising. Um, and Mishima's a, like, author, playwright type guy who was also sort of in the military somehow. I guess just everyone was, because it was well, yeah, war, I mean, during, war during, and post-war. During, yeah, yeah, during the war and post-war, pretty much everybody had to be. Yeah. Uh, oh God, Scott. Well, ha, ha, not to get off topic, but shout out to at John, John Edith twenty two follows both of us on Twitter. Uh, I think that might be uh, movie suggester Jacob D. Well, Jacob D, you win Twitter today. Does he? I posted that picture of the snow last night. Yep. And he wrote, "Love the selfie heart." Aw. I like it. And I'm going to say this is my favorite thing today. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the guy I'm thinking of? Yes, that's him. What did he request? He requested... Oh, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Well, you can just say it to me. I don't know. No, I'm just going to say it. Oh, uh, like one of the next movies we're doing. Redline. Uh-oh. 
<laughs> Look, hey, you've now you've balanced out. Yeah, okay. Now you've done a nice thing for Jacob. Good. And uh, now you can talk shit about his movie. I might not talk shit. I'm just... Yeah, anyways. Yeah. Um... Okay, you were, yeah, so everybody has to kind of do military service. Yeah. And also, they all their brains were mushed from the bombing. Well, yeah, How anime had just started in I know. August 10th, 1945. I know that we've said this on the pod, like, in years past, mm-hmm. but how fucking insane it is that the only place in the world that an atomic bomb has been dropped on, like, People. civilization is Japan. Japan. Like, that's so... Wild. It is crazy. That is crazy. It's totally crazy. Of all the places. Yeah. Because, like, now you look at Japan as, like, a modern, like, forward-moving, yeah. like, uh, m- massive economical country. But then you're like, and you're like, how has there never been a nuclear bomb dropped anywhere in the Middle East? Middle or East, Eastern Russia. Europe, or, yeah. like, the bad in- parts of Africa. It- India, Pakistan, they yeah. both have them, and they're pointed at each other constantly. Palestine, except for some people don't consider that a country. Well, Palestine's not a country, so I don't know how they could have. <laughs> uh, P.S.'s podcast is very pro-Palestine. Uh, free Palestine. Free Palestine. Which um, all the English soccer fans seem to be doing now. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Good for them. Good for them. Free Palestine. You know why? Because the other guys are the bad guys. Well, that's true. Um, yeah, anyways, you're saying military service. That's all I was saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> um... First thing, right off the bat, I said, you know it's important when it's produced by Francis Ford Coppola yeah. and George Lucas. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> interesting interesting one-two punch. Yeah. But they were clearly on board with this. Uh, well, I guess they must know the history of Mishima. Mishima. I couldn't tell you his first name for a million dollars. Yoshio. No. It might be a, it Yo- might be a Y. Yoshio Mishima? Mishima is played by Ken Ogata as Yukio. Yukio. Mishima. Yukio. It's all the same. That's the difference between Dave and Dan. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, it, it it's to- yeah, we said it's t- it's told in four chapters. Uh he's like as a human being, he's a, he, a crazy person. Um Yeah. So Get he's that like vibe. kind of a poet. And, like, a film director, film star, kind of. Yeah. But then also, like, a military general. Yeah, like, a decently high-ranking guy. Yeah. Because he has all these people under him. But also who has, like, severe (laughs) mental problems (laughs) and also a sexual identity issue. Yeah. He he had, like, a very interesting life. Yeah. Very strange. Like, I I get making a movie about him because, like, yeah, the guy is all over the place. All over the place. Because, like, he starts off, like, when he's younger and he has, like, like a speech impediment. Yeah, he's, like, a terrible stutter. Uh, Yeah, and, like, he can't, he's, like, kind of been deemed, like, a geek. Yeah, and he goes to, like, (laughs) Phoebe school. Phoebe school, yeah. (laughs) Or whatever. And he meets, and, like, he meets a friend and the friend just kind of is, like, you know, like, guys like us never get girls. Like, you can't even talk and I got frog feet. Yeah. I'm, like... What we, the fuck is frog? We, we don't understand what that <laughs> affliction is. He's like, I'm like, what ailment does he have? Like, he, he like, he has a little bit of a. He limp. seems to have a limp, but, but uh, what is frog feet? Wish I knew. Frog don't walk. Frogs <laughs> like hop. Yeah, he's not hopping. He's not hopping. And he doesn't. What has he got? Webbed toes? Is that his problem? Don't know. Weird. Yeah, yeah, that was confusing. <laughs> but yeah, and I wasn't expecting the movie to be so stylized oh very artsy uh, yeah i didn't yeah. know it was gonna be this artsy but it really because like a pretty uh, uh, lots of 
stuff like in the past in the movie is is all these like super like stylized almost like fantastical yeah well like sets. The, the room like the where where he goes to phoebe school yeah is like a like a in it because everything's like built on a state on a mm-hmm. stage or a set because yeah. a lot of it's not filmed in japan right our parts of it aren't filmed in japan and so they build sets to represent like where they're supposed yeah. to be. So it's but like, it's not like they're trying to make it look realistic. No, exactly. At so all. it's like a filled, like a room filled with water, like with a roof, with, with a roof, but, yeah. but, but with like a stone walkway that goes around yeah. a golden temple that's like yeah. scaled down. Yeah, but yeah, the temple's like you know ten feet tall. Yeah, yeah, and and like, but that, I guess that's to represent like where where he went to Phoebe school. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, they meet some girls, and the friend who's got frog feet is like. Kind like he's like he's handsome, yeah. And so the only reason like he's like down on himself is because he has a limp. limp. But then he fake falls, and these girls like, like feel oh, sympathy no. for him. And then he kind of gives he gives Mishima like the like the kind of like eh, huh? eh, the wink, yeah. Like it basically taught him you gotta like own your yeah, like be handicap. Yeah, you use it to your advantage. Yeah. So uh, my, my literally the next note I just wrote was like oh. I'm surprised we got 22 minutes in it to, into the movie before there was any weird post-war pervert sex stuff. We got little Japanese titties. Little Japanese titties. Yep. Which I, I'm I'm fine with it. It's, hey. There there are some nicer Japanese titties later. Though. There absolutely are. There. And also full bush. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, bush is gross, but yeah. Well, you're you're a manscaper and a womanscaper. You want everyone to be scaped. No, no, no. You want everyone to be. You want everyone to look like a baby. I, uh, I will tell you my personal stance on it. Mm-hmm. It holds in odors and sweat and fluids. Musk. And if, uh, you know what? I'm a Bill Clinton man. I I eat and cheat. Uh, <laughs> but but eating ain't cheating. Absolutely, eating ain't cheating. Uh, I I like to perform oral sex on women. But I don't want to perform oral sex on women if it smells like a fish market. Sure. And I feel like pubic hair holds in the smells and flavors, and I don't like that. Flavors. I'm very sensitive to odors like that. We got that snap nose. Yeah. I got to smell my sensitive. prey from way up on top of the mountain. <laughs> That's true. And I'd rather be up on the mountain than buried in the ocean. <laughs> so, I mean, sure, it's very obviously fair. a hygiene problem, and it's probably not as bad as I'm making it out to be but yeah i feel like pubic hair ma- maintains smell and i don't like that uh-huh. and if i'm going to be intimate with someone i don't want to be like <laughs> so that's why i don't have any either. more than fair i feel like i don't want to smell down there so that's why we've got uh manscaped well, fall toner crop preserver and, and the crop preserver the lawnmower yep yeah don't forget to go to manscaped.com. Promo code CATS20. There you go. But if you can wait a week, go ahead. Because <laughs> um, we're good for, yeah, we're good so for this week. <laughs> he uh, he ends up having sex with the woman. and Or like, not he doesn't have sex with her. He like sexually touches her. <laughs> and then she's kind of like... There was a sexual eh, touching. I'm, you know what? It's like that Marvin Gaye song, Sexual Touching. Sexual touching, <laughs> sexual. Yeah. She's a child. Um, <laughs> kill my dad. Her <laughs> stepdad? Dad. 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 Um, so, yeah, and then she's just kind of, like, not into it. <laughs> like, she's like, you yeah. can touch me. Okay, that's enough. That, okay, we're oh, good. Okay, we're, good. we're good here. Uh, what I, I don't have many notes. Well, I mean, I, I have bits and pieces, but I, I they don't really... So, yeah, so you're seeing him as a younger man struggling with his, like, speech impediment, and then he sort of, like, thinks, like, 
I can be something better than I am. Yeah. Like, I, oh, and also they showed some childhood stuff where he, he lived with his grandmother, even though his mother was alive. Uh, his grandmother took him away. His grandmother took and him his from his dies, mother. dies and he goes back to his mom and yeah. his mom's like weird and cold now and like yeah. doesn't want to. So I'm sure there's something. Maybe you shouldn't have that. let your, maybe you shouldn't have let your mom steal your kid. Well, Scott bombs. Bombs. Um, so then, then, then now, now, see, here's the thing. Even though I was paying attention, I had a really hard time following the, the timeline. Me too. And especially like what era we were in. Cause if you, I knew, I knew it was, yeah. I knew the time frame of Mishima. I knew the 1970s thing. Yeah. But like when you're looking at the him, domestic terrorism was the 70s. But if right? you're looking, it was 1970. 70. Yeah. But if you're looking at him in this Phoebe school, yeah. It was like, oh, this is like 1780. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Right? It's like feudal Japan. Yeah, like that's yeah. what it, that's what it seemed like. Yeah, to like me. they should be samurai. And then like when they're moving forward, it's almost like, oh, this is like nineteen eighty five. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, but now it's nineteen sixty? Like what the fuck is going yeah. on? Yeah, and then then the yeah, then there's some clear like during the war, so that's forties. Yeah. So it's it's all over the place. Yeah. And even though it's told in four chapters, it's not like the one chapter is a specific time frame. No, it's not. It like they go everywhere. So I, yeah. I did it was kind of clunky. Like I didn't have, I, I had a harder time being like, okay, so now he's like thirty something in the sixties. Yeah, it, it was 60s. like, yeah, it was so, hard, hard to like gain footing on on the movie. Yeah. It's hard to have something to like grab onto. Yeah. So like, yeah. So the next one is then it sort of like starts with his military service. It goes to him being an adult, like his his older yeah. years in the military with some guys in a car discussing some kind of plans. And you don't really get the context of what the plans are. He just yeah. sort of says, like, you follow what I say no matter what. And they're like, no, we don't want to. He kind of gets mad at them. And then that's the last we see of that until towards the yeah. end. Yeah, but it's not like they were being insubordinate. They no. want, they wanted to do even more yes. than he was letting them yes. do. Yeah. He, he, it's not like they were against the plan. No, not at all. Yeah. No, they're on his side. Yeah. They want it to be more grandiose. And he's... Yeah. Like, no, we're just doing what I'm telling you to do. Mm. So then we get sort of like a, gl- a glimpse into his like adult, like more adult life uh, where he's clearly like confused about his sexual identity and who he is because he ends up meeting like uh, he goes to like some kind of diner in the 50s. Sure. And yeah. he's like talking to some lady, like older lady who's kind of like flirtatious with him. And then he meets this other like beautiful like beautiful woman who's the yep. one that has the nice tits, mm-hmm. and um, they like they're like having sex and stuff. But he's it's sort of like this. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I wrote the note at the very end, so maybe I don't want to spoil. Anyways, <laughs> doesn't matter. But like, they're having sex, but he's like, yeah, like I feel very effeminate, like sort of, and he's like wearing makeup. And then yeah. he's, like, talking about how he wants to change his body. And then she's, like, holding up a mirror to camera. That, yeah, that it was, was really, a weird... It was cool. Yeah, it, like, it was, that, that was yeah. a cool visual, but it's very, like, weird. What? Like, yeah, she, it was very much a cool but weird scene. Because, like, she's holding up the mirror in front of his face so that yeah. he can see her reflection in the mirror. Yeah. But he can't see it. Right. And then he's hold, she holds yeah, it up like, over her, her face breast. over over him yeah yeah so that she's like this is your face this is what you would look like as yeah. a woman and then she holds it to reflecting her boob check on out his this, chest check out this titty it's like this is your titty now and like that that was very strange like yeah the, the, the and then 
then the, then we see the next thing is like him at like an underground gay club. Yeah. With all of his like military friends, mm-hmm. and there's just like some slow dancing. <sighs> yep. And like, uh, what, uh, what did it say? Oh, so he's like dancing with like I guess who his sort of partner is or his like secret lover. Yeah. And his love, they're like dancing, and his lover kind of like grabs his arm, and he says something like, uh, like, "Oh, you're like getting fat." Yeah. And then I just wrote, man, I really hope my secret gay lover doesn't subtly tell me I'm a fat old man. That would be Hate it. devastating. Yeah. Forget it. Yeah. And it was also at this point in the movie where they lost the support of Mishima's family. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Which they had up to that point. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, real life family had said they would help, they would support the movie, if, yeah. but only if they cut out the gay scene, the gay club scene. And Schrader, to his like, credit, said, fuck you. Sorry, he, it's part he, of his life. He did gay shit. This he, wasn't a Bohemian Rhapsody. He was on that DL. This wasn't a, uh, hey, wasn't he like one of the gay, the biggest gay icons of a generation? Oh, uh, yeah, but you can't show any of the gay stuff. Yeah. Okay, fine. Then he'll just be bisexual. But, oh, but only be with women. Yeah. Um, he also, when he's with that woman, he kind of is like, I think I want to be a bodybuilder. I want yeah. to like get big. And then she's like, but you don't, you don't need to change. Like, no, I want to be big. Yeah. And I wrote, good. I want to be a pretty lady. I, I want to be a bodybuilder. <laughs> I want you to hurt me just a little bit, but not a lot. <laughs> like, God, he's so all over the fucking place. Make up your mind. Um, and then, yeah, then I wrote the note that I had a hard time following the time jumps for some reason, like what, yeah. era, what time frame everything was. Um, and then, uh, there was just like a scene with him and a bunch of guys like going into showers. And I was like, oh, I was not expecting to see, uh, a Japanese penis, uh, so So small. Yeah. Um, then, uh, then, so then, uh, he's back in the diner with the old lady and like a, uh, a Yakuza guy comes in and sort of says like, you know, until you pay up, like, mm. my boss owns this restaurant now. Right. And he grabs a cup of tea, throws it in her face, and then, pause. One, 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 one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand. Oh! <laughs> so hot! Like, she really, the real, reaction time was real, real delayed slow reaction. on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then Mishima gets up and, like, is going to punch the guy, but the yeah. guy, like, really fast. Like, counter, bam, yeah. bops him. And then I just wrote the note. Who's the toughest gay man alive? Like, legitimately, who is the toughest gay man alive? Who's the toughest gay man? Uh, Bill Goldberg. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Conor McGregor. (laughs) Yeah. Conor McGregor. Noted uh, man who gets every woman pregnant in Ireland, (laughs) Conor McGregor. Mike Tyson. Ooh. Tough. Herschel Walker. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's too busy paying for abortions. That's true. I, I I was legitimately trying to think, like... Because, you know, no tough guys would ever come out of the closet. I got it. Jake Atlas. <laughs> well, he is 1-0 in domestic uh, <laughs> dis- bare-knuckle disputes, so maybe. Maybe it's Jake Atlas. Sorry, secret gay Brendan Vink. <laughs> <laughs> Please, call him by his real name, Duke Hudson. PNB. PNB. Peanut butter. Yep, penis and butt. <laughs> penis and butt. Um... What else did I write? Oh, uh, there, there was one cool scene, which was when they were all... So, uh, yeah, so they do the sort of like his his early military stuff, then like his yeah. experiences with women, then they show him like doing his bodybuilding, then, then his sort of gay stuff. Yeah. And then the end of the movie is like what I guess he's mostly known for. There's like yeah. a little bit of like... 
I just wrote like, oh, a, a, a secret gay mentally ill filmmaker, like, ooh, unheard of. <laughs> so he's like directing his own, writing his own, he starts by writing his own plays and poetry. Yeah. Then he starts doing like movies once movies start becoming like a thing. Yeah. So he's making like military, mm-hmm. military movies of like him being like this big general and whatever. But like, little do we know that it's kind of secret, like... It's kind of secret training for what they're doing. Like, yeah. he's he's getting all this information and this like tr- like stuff together, money, support, and so that he can do something. Yeah. Um. So there's like one scene where they're all plotting that they're going to they want to reinstate Imperial Japan. Yes, that's that's the plan. That's the yeah, that's like the big idea. We don't like that, the prime minister. We like the emperor. And, yeah, and we don't like how the Western world has like yeah. got their hands in our country. Yeah, like yeah, okay, fine. We lost the fucking war. We want the emperor in charge, not like this military, like or this uh, Hirohito. Uh, Hirohito. Uh, you mean Kenzo Suzuki? Kenzo Suzuki. Uh, and uh, yeah, so they're like. They're all together. They do like a blood bond to sign a pact. Yeah. That even if they, I thought that was a cool like note. Was I like, was wondering, I didn't look it up, if they did real blood. I don't know. I think it would have been cool if they did. They didn't say any notes. Also blood. seems unsanitary. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. Um, but they're, they're, they're going to sign this thing stating that it's a blood pact. Yeah. To unite under the emperor. Yeah. But then he says, you know, we're also going to have like a toast after this because this piece could be, could float away and disappear, but we'll still have it in our soul. Yeah. Like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, yep. that's, that's a really um, w- well put together and spoken, yeah. like, rally cry. Mm-hmm. And then, the, but the cool scene was, it's because it's filmed on a soundstage yeah. and they have like a room where they're all in this room signing stuff. And then you just have like a quick snap to a wide above shot. All the walls fall down. Yes. And the police storm the yep. room and just grab them and start arresting them. And I was like, that was really, really cool. cool. Yeah. That was really, really well done. And yeah. it was really fast. I was not expecting yeah. it. Uh, that was a really beautiful shot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost as if Paul Schrader makes good movies. Knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so he gets arrested, they they all get arrested, and mm-hmm. then they eventually get, like, released on, like, yeah, la- kind of lack of evidence, or, like, yeah, lesser charges that don't result they haven't really in going done to prison. Anything yeah, yet, so it's they're just, just like, like yeah. oh, like, conspiracy of something. Yeah. So they get out, and then he sort of, like, he becomes, like, this kind of focal piece for the military, where he's going to go and reveal... Uh, you know, like the new military uniforms, and yeah. these are all of his like number one cadets that he's all trained, and they're like the future of J- Japanese military and stuff. Yeah. And they go on television to get his face out there. Mm. And then what they end up doing is they go and have a meeting with the uh, like the main general for the prime minister. Yeah. Um, then they trick him and uh, take him hostage. Take him hostage. They lock themselves in this room. Yeah. And then they demand that the military join them and they reinstate the emperor yeah and then they're like 
no, you're gay. Yeah, so like he basically go, like goes out on a ledge like dictator style. Yeah, and like, to the like yeah to the you know it's the, it's like a big military base. It's a military base. Yeah, yeah. So and, it's like all the other military. Yeah. officers So he he, he demands and... they all like convene in front of the place. Yeah. And he gives his big speech. Yeah, they're all like, "Fuck you! Fuck you. We don't like what you're saying. Jump, jump, coward! Do a flip! Do, it. Do a flip!" <laughs> um. So then, and then I just kind of wrote like. Uh, Harakiri is so it's so weird. Japan loves suicide. Yeah. There, there was a cool there's a cool uh, suicide related line a little earlier. Uh, how <laughs> basically how you should uh, commit suicide early and often. Uh, when a man reaches forty, he has no chance to die beautifully. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So kill yourself before you're forty. Kill yourself before you're forty. Uh, tick tick tick, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, want, do you want to do a uh, double murder, double murder, Suey? Love to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I didn't really write any other. Yeah. He ends up giving himself the old Harakiri. Yeah. Uh, in the office because he's bad. Because nobody that it's nobody not, liked his dumb nobody. idea. I can't believe they didn't reinstate the emperor. <laughs> God, for every, if I if I killed myself over every dumb idea I've ever had, Scott, <laughs> I would have been dead forty years ago. So dead. So very dead. So yeah, I really don't have a ton of notes. It's um, yeah, the movie looks and is shot great. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. There's I, like a I, really cool scene that we I didn't talk about where they're like in a fake sort of like rock desert with yes. a broken uh, archway, whatever the hell they're called. Yeah, uh, yeah. They got a name, but I can't remember. Some kind of gate. Yeah, but it's like this very specific Japanese. Yeah. Like, Whatever the fuck. They have a name, but I can't remember what they're called. I, I just, bet I... Just, just Bing Jap- Japanese gate or Japanese archway. Tori. Tori. T-O-R-I-I. Yeah, a tori. tori is a traditional Japanese gate Ooh, most commonly tori. found at the entrance or of or within a Shinto shrine. There you go. Yeah. That. And they have like a big meeting in front of like a broken one in this like gravelly yeah. air, desert area where he kind of tells them like, if you're not going to do this, get the fuck out. Yeah. And then a couple of them leave, and then everybody else unites. That that was beautiful. That yes. shot was really great. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, and even like the Harakiri scene was yeah. really well shot. Yeah. Yeah. L- looks great. Shot great. Not, um, I mean, not the most together movie, but I like. I understand it's not designed to be. It's designed to be kind of um, non-linear and kind of ethereal, but. Uh, but yeah, it looks great. It's not my favorite Schrader movie, uh, which might be first reformed, uh, but it's still is is. <laughs> um, but yeah, still uh, still great to look at and worth watching. So uh, so solid pick, Brock B. Which brings us to 2019's entire series of Kimono Michi from Brandon H. I believe it has a full title, Scott. Um. I mean, it's. I think it was they added stuff. It, it was Kimono Michi, and then it's what Kimono Michi Rise Up. Rise Up. Yeah, that's what? a original title. Kimono Michi. That is a uh, two thousand and six or seven uh, new singer Drowning Pool theme song for SmackDown. Oh, it's also a mid twenty tens. Hit by Oscar-nominated for Billie Holiday movie, Andra Day. Sure. How about that? 
You said a lot of words. I don't know, but <laughs> so many words. <laughs> I I agree. Good. Now I'd, I'd be mad if you didn't. Before Scott and I move on to Kabonamichi, mm-hmm. we need to get our legal team in here. Oh, um, because there's been we are formally putting uh, charges. Oh. Against the makers of Kimono Michi. Oh, absolutely. For theft. Yes. For identity fraud. Yeah. Uh, okay, we're going to change the snow leopard and tiger guy into <laughs> like a dog guy. Yeah. Fuck, fuck you. <laughs> who, uh, who should I be mad at? All cast and crew. Uh... Oh, look at that. Akira Kurosawa. <laughs> uh, looks like... Uh, Kazuya Miura directed most of the episodes, so he's on the list. As are, as is, uh, Natsume Akatsuki, uh, the author of the manga, who I guess would be even more yeah. to blame. He's yeah. the one to blame. They Ak- just adapted what he's got. That's true. Akatsuki, you're on the fucking list. You fucker. You're next. You're dead to me. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so this is, a. Uh, a one season anime series that uh has uh hey it looked at our lives and said <laughs> and said what if we do hey. this and don't pay them hey these guys seem cool let's rip off their entire gimmick <laughs> yeah so Although, uh, uh was it uh 2019 i'd only been doing it for a little while very briefly so yeah. i guess it's more your it's, it's a lot of me <laughs> i would say uh, so where do you want to go? Where do you, how, how how much time we got? Oh, we, we we got all night. We're we're only at three minutes and four seconds. Three minutes and three minutes and four seconds. Sick. Oh, we got hours left. We got three three hours and four minutes. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have better structure of yeah. how we do these. We're uh, we're gonna try to do better next week, but I also don't promise that we will do better next week. So. Uh, a professional wrestler, Animal who is, Mask, who is the grand champion, who has undefeated. Yeah, oh, but he's is he going for the grand championship or does he have it? He has or, it, or is he going for? No, it he has the, it because Mao's mad that he can't. Mao, Mao's never beat, and him. he can't challenge yeah. him for it. Yeah, so so this is he's a professional wrestler, which appear, appears to be just in DDT, a real yeah. promotion. Yeah. There's a DDT, the actual DDT yep. logo is on the mat, and he's fighting Mao, an actual, an DDT, actual wrestler, DDT wrestler, who was, like, pretty young in 2019. Yeah. But, uh... But he, he'd been doing he was there. Stuff. Yeah. But it is what it is. Um, so the interesting thing about uh, Animal Mask, uh, the uh, the protagonist of our story, is that he has my boots. Yep. My actual, just, boots. Yep. Like, picture my boots. Change nothing. Oh. Those are the boots he has. Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, Mao would have been 22, 23. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know when he, he pre- when he debuted. I don't know, probably... Uh, he debuted... 16, 17? 2015. Oh, okay. So he was, he was there. He's been there seven years. So, yeah, so uh, Animal Mask is... So he's having a championship match with, uh, with Mao. And uh, he is introduced as... The man who loves animals a little too much. <laughs> um, yeah. Then the next thing I wrote was, "Wait, is just this just actual DDT and Mao?" And I'm like, yes, it is. And then uh, he, in, in mid move, 
in the match, perhaps as he was going to finish it off. He jump, uh, jumps off the top. Jumps off the top, Randy the Ram style. And uh, just like Randy, Randy the Ram vaporizes <laughs> into thin air and is... Uh, tr- and it says directed by Darren <laughs> directed Aronofsky. Directed by Darren Aronofsky. Uh, is transported to another universe. I guess. A better universe. <laughs> a much cooler universe. A way better universe. A much furrier universe. Yeah, it's not all furries, though, Scott. I know it's not all, but it's more than... It's a non-zero number of furries. Yeah. And that's at least something. That's a good starting point. Right? Yep. Yeah. Keep going. I'm stretching. It's <laughs> been a long podcast and I, my back hurts. I know. So, uh, yeah, so... <laughs> He's transported to a kingdom because uh, the princess or whatever has uh, has ordained that uh, so, so, some sort of galactic hero be yeah. summoned. Please bring to me the grandest, the grandest, sexiest hero. Yeah, yeah. To to fight some sort of un, unknown at this point to us, uh, villain, evil thing, what have you. And the upon his summoning, because he, he shows up like in like the royal court or whatever, uh, the first thing people see uh, how he's dressed, and the first question is, "Is he a pervert?" Is he a pervert? <laughs> That's a recurring theme in the show. The perversion is absolutely like, a recurring. Just people theme. yelling, "Look at that pervert!" or "Hey, that's a pervert!" Yeah, is like a lot in this in the show. Look, he's just a nice man. He's got hoggers on. In. Animal themed wrestling. If attire. anyone who's ever wrestled in Huggers is a pervert, then I guess lock me up. <laughs> sure, exactly. So that that was unfair, and uh, v- uh, very quickly he uh, he does not care for his situation, and uh, German suplexes the princess. I wrote exposing her pussy and asshole. I wrote, to the world. God, if I could just bridging German suplex one princess, <laughs> I would be so. Happy, mm-hmm. and I love immediately after German suplexing the her uh, a guard off camera yells up, "Cover up the royal butt cheeks!" Yep, and then uh, he goes, huh, "Hold on!" And he takes like a tablecloth, yeah, and he just like drapes and drapes it over top of her, and he's like, "Ah, yeah, I have preserved, I have preserved the royal dignity." <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, uh, draping the tablecloth over her exposed coochie. And the uh, cover up the royal butt cheeks are the greatest one-two punch in anime history. <laughs> Not one punch. No, there's one great that, one punch. That that's a different. That's a different anime. It's right here. Oh, there it go. was in the box of the chips. That's right. Uh, bag of chips. <laughs> so yeah, he uh, he leaves the royal court. <laughs> yeah, and very quickly runs into a. Uh, Cat girl? No, wolf girl. Or, like, dog girl. Yeah, I guess kind of dog girl. Dog girly. And then, like, a straight-up wolf man. Werewolf. Yeah. yeah. Wolf man. Yeah, so... Uh, Does he have nards? <laughs> Wolfman's got nards. So there's sort of different levels of mm-hmm. anthros in this. Absolutely. Like, some are full-on, like, animal You got people. your wolf man. You got your cat lady from next door. You got... Yeah. Is that it for like? No, there's for, a couple other. There's a ones. few that show up, but uh, and, and the ant, yeah, Ant-Man. who's who's just literally just a bipedal ant. Yep. And then others who are like, m- much like the uh, the cat people of Freedom Planet and Sonic, yeah. uh, are technically furries, but like not, not trying enough. that hard. Yeah, not enough. They got like maybe the ears, ears or tail, or tail, or ears and teeth, or teeth and tail. Yeah. Yeah. 
they got little bits. Little bit. It, it's bits. Yeah, but they are now. Are the barely anthros and the full anthros the same species? Species? I have no idea. Because they because they were definitely they were calling them beast men. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if that just refers to like the real beast men. Yeah. Or everyone that's not fully human. Not a regular human. I have. Yeah. No, yeah I don't know. I have no idea. So I'd like some confirmation on that. So uh, pretty much immediately upon running into the... Uh, oh, I, I do like that one of the first things the wolf says is, do you like my hairy chest and tail? <laughs> and Guess I'm like, who wrote this? Kelly Summers. For real. Yeah. Like, it's... Cr- like, this, this show made me feel insane. <laughs> Well, let's do less. Like, let's do less plot and no, more fun things. Yeah, no, like this. I feel like the. I feel like the entire series, and I guess the manga before it, was like it was written at me, not well, for me. Literally, at the, me. the next wrote, note I wrote was: the more I watched this, the angrier you should be. Oh, I wrote the boots. Oh, the, don't worry. The ador- <laughs> the adorable pet that you think. That you think he thinks you're a loser. Yeah. Being a pervert and a creep when you're out in public. Mm-hmm. It's all you. I know. It's all you. Every, each, it just kept stacking up and stacking up. So, uh, so he, uh, immediately, uh, attack. Uh, well, the, they don't, they don't think that Animal Mask is tough. No. Um, but he very quickly, uh, tackles and, cuddles the wolf into complete submission. This is where I wrote uh, a wolf that doesn't like to be tickled. What is this, Kelly? <laughs> well, the wolf says he doesn't like to be tickled. No, but it traumatizes what, him. No, uh, Later on, he's yeah, completely yes, he, he, like he, he basically The wolf basically has cuddling PTSD for the entire rest of the series. But, which, so, so yes, clearly there was something he didn't like about it. I, I guess that it was non-consensual, but I don't consent to it. When the actual cuddling was happening, he didn't seem like that. But I think it's because it. he was he was being assaulted. He yeah. was being sexually assaulted. He, Are you saying it's because the what what he was wearing that it was fine for him to get sexually assaulted? A hairy chest and tail? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying now he we was almost asking got for stance on sexual assault. Of Wolfman. Of Wolfman. <laughs> where you hold him down and draw a wolf on their chest. <laughs> One of our finer moments. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so there's cuddling PTSD, um, and then, so, uh, and the, the general plot is, is that there are these monsters, other, these are, and these are, these aren't the same as Beastmen, because these are more just animals, Mm. but, like, crazy monster animals, uh, who are, like, a threat to the town, kingdom, whatever, and no one can, no one can stop them. And, uh, so, but, and, uh, Animal Mask needs, uh, needs money for living quarters. Oh, and his, his dream, even, uh, while he was just in, in regular Japan wrestling, his dream was to open a pet shop. Yeah. Because wrestling is just an, a means to an end mm-hmm. for opening a pet shop. So he wants to do the same thing in this world. We're just wrestling so we can get surgery. That's true. We're wrestling so we can be in someone else's pet shop. Yeah. <laughs> Reverse, uh, reverse pet shop. Where that's where you pet them and they pet you. Ooh, we get to pet also. Two, sorry, two way pet shop. Ah, two way. I love it. I petting like zoo is what way, I'm trying to say. Two way petting zoo. It's been a yeah. long day, Scott. <laughs> it's okay. We only have like twelve more movies. 
Oh. And then we're good. I could be at home roster editing right now. You could you could have edited so many rosters by now. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, so he's like, well, I'll, I'll take the job of uh, subduing these uh, these monsters and keeping them from attacking the town. And so he go. He's like, what? Which one pays the most? Give me the give me the craziest monster. And then he uh, then he goes out and finds the craziest monster and and hugs the shit out of it <laughs> and uh, and and subdues it. And then they're friends. And then he just like takes takes the monster home and then then it's his pet and they're and they're buds and and that's just sort of like the rinse and repeat of yeah, the, that's uh, the recurring like every of the episode show. is just another monster i'm gonna go save it yeah now I, it's my pet and i love it <laughs> exactly yeah um yeah and i love i love getting transported to a different universe and immediately deciding that they're entire culture is wrong and showing them how to do it better <laughs> i like being transported like i feel like that's how i would be in china <laughs> <laughs> i like being transported to another universe where it's your perfect ideal universe yeah like but you could have gotten you got to got sent to a universe where like i don't know every single person like everyone has a penis sure so you have to have penis sex Mm, penis sex right yep or everyone's i don't know jewish (laughs) and then you're stuck with all these jews yeah but you get sent to a universe where there's people who have tails and ears and comically oversized large breasts absolutely that's a vampire not a true but whatever yeah but yeah you uh you could do a lot worse you could is what we're saying. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so he he makes friends with a like half dragon girl, and by half I mean one one hundredth. Well, he makes friends with a cat girl first. A cat girl first, yeah. And then he then he meets who he thinks is a bad guy. Yeah, of a dragon girl, but it's not actually a bad guy. She's, she's just like, hungry. <laughs> she's just hungry all the time. Yeah, and she has a handler who's a disgraced vampire who's yes. got Carmela. Carmella? I don't know what the fuck her name was. Car- something. Carmella? Yeah. Has just like her tits. Car- Carmilla. Carmilla. Yeah. Her tits are insane. Yeah, yeah. They're like nuts. they're so big. Busting out. And like, yeah, they're always almost. And then like, yeah. he gives her like German suplexes all the time. Yep. And she's laying with her coochie in the air and her boobs almost out. Like yep. it's. So, Scott. Strong stuff. We dropped we dropped bombs on him. Well, we didn't, <laughs> but. We would have. Um, I wrote, uh, it's very hard to not be sexually attracted to cat ladies. Yes. But, like, why would I not want to be sexually attracted well, to them? Obviously. Uh, then I did not like the fact that he was losing his mind over uh, how hot the wolf girl was. Yeah. And I was like, mm, you could do better. You could do better. You could do we better. I can't um, remember who they were. Ta- oh, yeah. Because the, uh, the, the quote-unquote dragon girl was, like, causing some trouble in town. And he was he was, like, trying to trapper basically and, and he did with with food and then but then but in the most adorable fashion in the most adorable fashion and then and then someone uh stumbled upon him with her in the cage she <laughs> caught her in and well and, he he said out loud yeah like oh i guess it'd be a really bad time for somebody to see oh and she said it to him yeah, yeah she's like you have a lolly in a cage in the middle of the night. How is yeah. that not suspicious? Yeah. And then he goes, well, yeah, I don't want somebody to see me and think I'm some kind of pervert. Yeah. And then from the background off screen, you just yeah. hear a bunch of town, y- town folks yell like, pervert. Hey, look at that pervert, pervert. with that little girl, girl in a cage. cage. 
and I can't remember who this was said about, mm-hmm. uh, but it, 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 it's the truest spoken line in, in the series. Uh, she's got no tail, no animal ears, doesn't pay rent, forget her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one that was about, but... Uh, There's so much going on. It's, yeah. It's harder to do a, like, 13-episode series yeah. than it is to do a two-hour movie, even though it's, it's not... It's not time a time lo- frame. Yeah, it was like th- maybe three hours. It's like context, right? Like yeah. it's like that every episode has a lot going on because they're only twenty minute episodes. So there's like so many like lines and things. You, you know, you'd make notes forever. Uh, I don't. I don't remember the context of this. I just wrote it down that at one point he said that you can repay me with your body. <laughs> do I do recall that? <laughs> uh, uh, I also wrote. I do not. Do not. Love his professed love for all animals, including scalies. Yes, and there there was one thing because there is the one girl who's I like that even they call even the females beast men. That beast was men. that was always funny uh-huh. to me. <laughs> um, but there was this uh girl who just had uh like lizard scales on her back. Yeah. Uh, uh, or like her midriff. Yeah, and it, it like you could clearly tell his vibe was like, huh, could she, could perhaps more of you be covered in yeah, scales? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, this yeah. isn't really doing it for me. No. He's like, oh, just that. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I, I, your heart's in the right place in terms of being more animal, but it's a fucking scaly at the end of the day, dude. It you is. can you can do better. You got the cat girl right fucking there. Right Come there. On. Come on, man. Right there. Even the wolf girl is better. Even the wolf girl was better. Uh, I wrote, I like how sexually traumatized the wolf got later on. The wolf man got later on. Like, full PTSD. Like, he was having... Like, he wouldn't leave the house. He wouldn't leave the house. Yeah. He was, like, depressed. He was having a bad time. Uh, I also wrote that... He got cuddled. So, he, uh, despite the name of the show, his name is not Kimono Michi. His no. name is something Shibata. Uh, it is Shibata, that's right. And then right. there's like a Masawa, he names one of the animals Gen- Masawa. Genzo Shibata. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, Genzo, I love how much he loves animals and how much he doesn't respect women. Because yeah. he suplexes women, fights women, tries to make, like he, when he, when they meet like the other girl and he makes her into a luchador. Yeah. And he calls her like what, like double, like <laughs> something double xl <laughs> it was something double and like XL. he's just like as a sexual object she's not even a rat like a person it's uh it's at this point i'm going to turn it over to uh me from the past as i explain the uh privilege hierarchy which uh which genzo seems to respect uh let's don't, go don't to for- omnidirectional and then to don't turn, forget it back to turn it back after like i didn't last week yeah. <laughs> Hit her! Hit harder! <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're almost appealing to Scoot. It's okay, she's higher up on the privilege scale than he is. That's yeah. true, kind of. Yeah, yeah it goes straight white men, Here we go. straight black men, gay white men, <laughs> dogs, women, wow. retarded people. <laughs> so yeah, accurate, and I turn it back. Yeah. To you, direction. You did it. <laughs> we did it ahead of last week. Dun, dun. Yeah, so definitely, uh, do- what dogs or the more general animals or animal people over women for sure. So he's he's got that down. Genzo gets it, and uh, oh, and then the, what? The one other thing that like fully cemented just me feeling absolutely insane watching this was um, he. I guess he's just sort of like. 
like uh, stealing and taming beasts in the night. Yeah. And uh, and the townsfolk thought it was a were tiger doing it. I'm like, come on, guy. Can, can yeah, we- but finally, at least somebody's gotten off of high, like big dog. Yes. No. I, I, no. I, I'm I'm happy they're off big dog, but it all feels very personal <laughs> at me. What, did you find some news? Yeah, but it's not important news. Oh. Well, then you guys don't get the news. Maybe There's you get... just one guy for the Buffalo Sabres who scored five fucking goals tonight. Oh, big day. That's crazy. Uh, one more, and he ties the record, and two more, and he sets the record. Wow. Drew's professional hockey league corner. Hey, we got it then. You thought we wouldn't? We did. Uh, so... Yeah, so as it goes, oh, I, uh, I can't remember the scene, but uh, I just wrote, uh, grabbing people one by, oh, I think it was like in sort of the tavern where the, uh, oh, yeah, because he, um, people, oh, he they gave him a nickname. Well, after the first, the very first one where yeah. he took down a pack of Cerberuses, yeah. they started calling him Beast Killer. Beast Killer, and he didn't and like he that because he doesn't it. want to kill beasts. So I think the second time he got called it, he just went nuts in the tavern thing. And I wrote the grabbing people one by one, smashing them, and screaming "execution" <laughs> is pretty fucking gangster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and that's the thing. like he is he's like OP in this world. Like he can yeah. kick everyone's. He's ass. like unstoppable. Yeah, 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 completely untouchable. Um, so we go along to where what was the reason that we needed to do a wrestling show in this world? <laughs> oh, because it was because. It had been, a, like, all these things he's been doing have just been, like, in his own time frame. Yeah. Like, away from the city. But then when he beat up... Because um, when they meet the girl, he turns into a luchador. Yeah. And it turns out that, like, she was, like, violated by the guild that hunt the, the monsters. That's right. And he went in and, like, beat the shit out of every single person there. And then, like, all of the other town folks were like... Yeah. yeah. And he's like, wow. He's like, oh, he's we like, could just do this. Well, he's like, I haven't... He's like, oh, man, it's been so long since I've been instead of an audience. Like, yeah. I love it. I need to be in front of people. Yeah. So then that's when he wants to do in front of the people. Yeah. So they... He did they it for the people, <laughs> and he did it for The Rock. They organize a pro wrestling show where, uh, oh, you you want to make Scott feel more insane? How about the line, this wrestling show needs more animals? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a thing we say at every wrestling show. Uh, I don't and know. all we get is a, f- <laughs> a fake wolf, yeah. a fake bear, and, and a third thing. thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wrote the line... He says it at some point, I don't remember where, where he says to her, like, well, I do love your horns and your tail, but I'm not into little girls. I'm not some kind of weird pervert. Yeah. And then I just wrote in brackets, in all caps, unrealistic. <laughs> A professional wrestler that's not into little girls. Come on. Come on. I, w- I will Every say. single single <laughs> straight male wrestler is into children. <laughs> And yeah, so they they put on a show. I do like that the result of one uh, of one match was given. Uh, I don't know if it was him on. They finally got the Wolfman to come out of the house, yeah, uh, to participate. And uh, it, maybe it was him because I think it re-traumatized the Wolf. But uh, one of the results of uh, the match was uh, seventeen minutes twenty six seconds. Furry Cobra Twist, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I liked. So, uh, and then basically what happens is, uh, his, uh, the, the anti hero is summoned, 
which is his rival, well, Mao. M- meanwhile, in the real world, Mao has been stewing in his own anger over he didn't, yeah. him being a coward and running. Yeah. And so he's he, like, I had him this time. Also, you didn't have him. He, he was have. in control when he disappeared. Yeah. And he was going for his finisher. Yeah. He was going to beat you. And uh, But he's become like this rage monster. Um, yeah. Addicted to rageahol. Yeah. Serious rage. So when the bad guy princess summons like the ultimate bad, like monster demon evil guy. Yeah. He's so filled with hate. It's him. That he gets pulled in. Yeah. And then they, uh, they organize a second wrestling show because the first one went so well, despite all the, uh, property damage. damage. (laughs) Uh, so there's a couple things that I, that we missed before. There's like, uh, uh, at one point, the because like the the kind of tease sexual tension between him and like all of the girls kind of yeah and at one point it sh- it shows him like like being very lovey and caring and then it looks like he's like uh down on one knee proposing yeah and then they cut back and he's asking like a stray cat if it wants to live <laughs> with them in the house and yeah. I just wrote huh proposing to a cat how is this not Scott uh, it's it's absurd the whole thing like I. I, f- I felt hurt. Like, no, I felt like I was having a dissociative episode mm-hmm. while I was watching this. Uh, and then the other thing is just like, uh, like, well, what's, uh, what's cat girl's name? Uh, what is yeah, cat girl's name? You should have kept it up so that we could, uh, uh, who would it be? There's a Hiroyuki. There's a Shigure. 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 And, uh, she's just like a total fucking klepto. Yes. Like every time he beats somebody up. She steals their swords or weapons. It's like, oh look, a and then, sword. oh look, I just, how can I just find this sword on the ground? How convenient! <laughs> yeah. And then she goes to sell it to like a blacksmith. Yeah. And he's like, wow, you have the sword of this and the blah blah blah. Like, how did you get those? She's like, I just found them. I just found it. They're just, they're just around. <laughs> I found them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that happens like probably six times in twelve episodes. Yeah, at least it does. It yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. It's very funny. Yeah, it's good. It's a good running bit. And then uh, there was one time she got something that wasn't a weapon. I think the last thing wasn't a weapon, and she took it to the like the weapons dealer. Yeah, and he's like, and like then convinced him he could make a weapon. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It was good. And uh, so yeah, so they have the second wrestling show, and they have the climactic, uh, the climactic fight between uh, Shibata and Mao. uh, in in this in this mouse stood for some wacky ass thing like uh, macadamia something ogre yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. but he he, like he wasn't an ogre he was Mao, the the twinky japanese wrestler for ddt (laughs) and uh yeah so they have their climactic fight he um uh the good guy wins what do you know surprise surprise and uh he, he and Mao like make make friends yeah, yeah. they're like because Mao wasn't the real bad no. guy like the he was just angry the people like recruiting yeah. Mao were the bad guys so they got you know they got their comeuppance and and fucked off and uh yeah then the last uh the last three episodes are just uh full penetration shots of uh animal mask and the cat girl yeah love it yeah yeah it's good stuff <laughs> now the but those those last three episodes are um Exclusively streaming on Fur Affinity. Yeah, and in my brain. In my brain. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm glad I finally watched it because I uh, people have been yelling at me to watch it since the day it came out, yeah. and the reason I hadn't up to now is because 
I as as I said, like I know I'm going to get furious at this yeah. because they are stealing my life. And guess what? I was right. Yeah. But uh, but now I've seen it. Well, and the problem too is uh, you can't watch fucking everything, and you can't we watch. Gotta, we gotta watch everything. a movie every fucking podcast. Now we gotta watch like eleven every podcast. Yep, it's too much work. You it's... people are killing us. Literally killing us. You could have just like we gave you so many opportunities to just give us money and not make us watch a movie, and you selfishly chose to make us watch a movie. Yep, you. It's true. Fuckers. Disgusting. Can I throw you one little piece of trivia information that I forgot for hairspray? That it's a question for you because I want to know if you know the answer. Oh. Uh, in a cl- in the classroom scene, a teacher mentions that Everest is not Earth's highest geographical point. She asks what the actual highest point is, and the bell rings. Do you know what the actual answer is? interesting it is um, i'll give you the i'll give you the information okay it is the furthest point from the earth's center but closer to uh sea uh, actual local sea level than everest uh, so it must be something at the equator correct because the it's Cause wider it it's wider than it is tall so something high at the equator um uh, uh, Quito, Ecuador. E... Wait, actually, <laughs> it, it's in Ecuador. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. Quito's wow. the main, the capital That's city, the cap- but it's not the. I mean, I'm gonna call that a huge win uh, and retire. I'll give it to you. It's yeah. Mount Chimborazo. Huh. Uh, it is closer to the center of the earth, like from the center of the earth up, yeah. than Everest is because it bulges at the middle. Right. Interesting. Well, there we go. Yeah, there you go. I can't believe i got the country uh well yeah i mean you could have gone africa but could have gone africa was... india could have gone chinese japanese no there's no there's nothing in china dirty knees yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh 1979 1979's the black hole recommended disney's by pseudo scott disney's attempt at star wars disney's or star trek bad it's kind of both. low stakes low, the lowest stakes. low stakes not too many sets <laughs> <laughs> kind of Star Wars. And shout out to Pseudo Scott, who uh, the black hole is not going to be on the first episode. But what Pseudo Scott did is he uh, he paid for the movie. Mm-hmm. Then after the fact, he sent more money Ooh. to boost it. Pseudo so that's on, that's on the table. Guy, you can boost. Not anymore. If you want no, your sh- cut him off. Okay, fine. You can boost. You want your shit done faster? Fucking boost it, pseudo Scott. All right, so but yeah, so this uh, this other Scott fellow seems to uh, seems to have his head on straight. He sure does. Is what least, I'm saying. At least one Scott straight. <laughs> uh, so the movie uh, opens um, in the in the year twenty one thirty, day five hundred and forty seven. So we've kept years the same, <laughs> but have drastically changed the number of days in a year. I, I think it means it's day five hundred and blah 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 in space. I think it's what it means. That. That makes so much more sense, and I never considered that. Yeah, or maybe because they're not exactly at Earth, and Earth is 365 days, so it's whatever their gravitational rotation is. Welcome like to whatever, Earth, whatever Will Smith. Whatever they're rotating around yeah. is wider out than what Earth would be. These nuts. So, so their, their uh, <laughs> gravitational rotation is more than 365, is what yeah. I'm saying. Perfect. So it might Change be nothing. year 2,100 2, uh, and whatever on Earth, but for them, it's different. Science. Space. Science. <laughs> Carl Sagan. 
Anyways. <laughs> billions and billions of stars. That felt like an okay second in my head. Um, the the eyes on uh-huh. the robot, <laughs> on the R2-D2 type in uh, in this movie are a real choice. It. You can't call that. Retard D2? Uh, well, no, you, you can't use the you can't use anything that's Star Warsy. Hard R D two. Hard R D two. R two me too. Uh, there's wrote, there's three off the top right there. Would you like a nice little piece of trivia about Please. the uh, the the not R two D two? Yeah. Um, Vincent V dot I dot N dot C E N T. Uh huh. Um, was originally supposed to have more elaborate electronic eyes based oh. on electronic stock ticker type billboards. Which would have given him a greater range of facial expression. Oh, they didn't do that. The electromagnetical eyes did not work properly, and huh. the effect was abandoned at the beginning of principal photography. So we settled on goofy cartoon we, eyes. We settled on goofy cartoon eyes that are just on a like a yeah circle. <laughs> yeah, very interesting. Yeah, very stupid. <laughs> and also, Vi- Vincent stands for something stupid. In the oh, movie. I'm sure. Uh, keep keep talking. I'll, I'll I'll look it up. The uh, very early on in the movie, they referenced uh, the UK having a space program. So I'm like, oh, this is fiction. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not gonna waste their fucking money. I got uh, very excited to see several people I know, uh, namely uh, young Robert Forster, uh, young- who I don't think I would have recognized if you hadn't told me it was Robert Forster. No, I I did. I I did. It looks the same. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you got. <laughs> Maximilian Schell, uh-huh. who I don't know if you know him from things. I do. What do you know him from? Name name seven things he's The from. Maximilian Schnell show. Okay. Is it Schell or Schnell? Schnell. Yeah. Schell. Oh. S-C-H-E-L-L. Oh, okay. I had Schnell in my head. Uh, he's uh, he's in Deep Impact. Nice. He's in uh, he's Hans Rolf in Judgment at Nuremberg. And mm. he's in John Carpenter's Vampires, which is an awesome movie. Sick. Um, But also he's a great actor. Um... And of course, Ernest Borgnine. Ernie, I'm too sexy for my shirt. <laughs> too sexy, it hurts. <laughs> uh, did you know that the... You may know me as Sergeant Fatso Judson of uh, whatever show he was on, Mikhail's Navy. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one? That's the one. What if I told you that both... No, no, from here to eternity. Whatever, I'm going to fuck. What if, what if <laughs> All right. I told you that Vincent was voiced... By Roddy McDowell. Ooh, a monkey. And what if I told you that Bob, the other one, was voiced by Slim Pickens? Oh, I love that. I mean, yeah, I, I do. Again, I love that there was a country robot. Yeah. <laughs> Not unlike, uh, what do we have? A country other. Oh, we had Country Knuckles. Country Knuckles. No. We had Southwest, Southwest Knuckles. Knuckles. But yeah, this was like Hillbilly, Hillbilly. robot. Yeah. Slim Pickens. Uh, love also, it. Yeah. Ma- so Maximilian Schnell. Slim Pickens Robert noted. Forrester. Slim Pickens noted uh, recipient of uh, of Stanley Kubrick lies. Yes. Hey Slim, this is a drama. Okay. Play it dead ass straight. Gotcha. <laughs> Sold. But Scott, What's this that? movie has may- maybe I should maybe. probably get closer to the microphone when I say this. Sure. Uh, this movie has the worst year of our lives, probably. Hall of Famer, first ballot, every, he's Mariano Rivera. 100%? 100% of the Worst Year of Our Lives podcast, frequently known as the News, starring you, Scott Henson, me, the other guy. <laughs> also, if anyone, nope. uh, everyone who got the Mariano Rivera reference, you're our real friends. 
noted 90s sports secret gay oh back to straight <gasps> anthony perkins yes ah oh, god i love man ass but he, you know i he, miss pussy he dabbled and then he but went he dabbled for a while yeah, for decades yeah like <laughs> it then, wasn't like a very like uh like two weeks and then i'm like no no, no. i don't like no years and years uh but then at the end went back to trad so you know what it's interesting. He's an, yeah. an interesting man. But you know what? Maybe he should have gone black. Then he wouldn't have gone back. True. Yeah. yeah. Per- Perkins, a life well lived. I love a man that starts out starts out straight. Yep. Goes gay. Goes secret gay. Goes secret gay. Then goes back to straight. And, yeah. and doesn't look back. Nope. Stayed straight. Stayed straight. Maybe he got sca- did he get scared straight? In maybe psycho? He was, maybe he was afraid <laughs> of AIDS. Which doesn't come up at all again later in the podcast. Uh, anyways, continue. Yes, it does. <laughs> uh, Ernie, Ernie Borgnine. I Ernie. Can, I can never not think of him in basketball singing I'm yeah. Too Sexy, which I did earlier. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh... And then my second note is Secret Gay, but then not Anthony Perkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I got psyched for young Robert Forrester. He has such a good voice. Mm-hmm. Great voice on that Forrester. Yeah. R.I.P. Recently lost him. Recently them. lost him. Yeah. Uh it, I thought it was cute how they did the uh, coming up to the deck from zero gravity yeah, move. Like, wires! <laughs> drop them. Very cute. Well, I read on the trivia that the enti- the original idea was to have everything zero gravity. The whole movie. I love how am- what a what an ambitious failure this was. Yeah. And then they realized, so many it, fun was, ideas they realized that, it was too difficult. Oh, we can't do any yeah, of this. Yeah, and so they stopped it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they were like, how is Star Wars doing all of this? <laughs> we uh, we can't do a single thing we wanted to, but even, we're still we're still going to make the movie for some reason. Even though we're fucking Disney. Yeah, fucking dump it. <laughs> um, I wrote, hold on. She can use ESP with a robot? Yeah. Where have I heard that before? Is she also a secret princess who's going to tongue fuck her brother later? <laughs> yep. Yes, she is. <laughs> Uh, I wrote, what would sci-fi even be without Star Wars knockoffs for, like, 20 years? That's true. We'd have to think of different stuff. Yeah, like, if Star Wars didn't exist, yeah. what would science fiction movies have looked like from 1975 to, like, 1995? Yeah. I mean, good question, everything honestly. was just some knockoff of Some Star kind Wars. of Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Here's $20. Go see a Star War. Uh, did you know that director Gary Nelson wanted to give unknown actress... Sigourney Weaver, the lead female role, and recalls that the head of the casting department vetoed him due to the unattractiveness of the actress's name. Wow. And then she went and did a much lamer space movie in 1979. Yeah. I don't know. It's a Some l- bad one. Yeah. A little... Yeah, a little obscure Sp- movie. Space Monster. A little obscure it? movie called Space Monster. <laughs> The unattractive. No one wants to go see a Sigourney Weaver. Have you have you ever heard of anyone else named Sigourney? No, she's the only one. Yeah, doesn't exist. Not yeah. a real thing. No, absolutely not. Not a real fucking thing. That's wild. Yep. And then same year she does Alien. Yep. Interesting. I yep. like that. Yep. Uh, and and <laughs> oh my god. This is Drew's last podcast. I almost passed out. Uh, th- this is, I think it's very rude of you to die after one frequent episode. And I have, to, have do to do all the rest, the rest. by yourself? I, I, on, I, I couldn't. I would, I would say 
I was going to refund everyone's money and then not and then just never use the internet again. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Actually, do you want to just do that? Yeah. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Deal. Uh, and someone... The, the woman was someone, right? Uh, yeah, some French bitch. Well, I thought I knew her from someone. Maxime... Something. Who the... Who are you? Uh, nope, not at all. Etienne. Yeah, Yvette Mimieux. Uh, so no, not someone I know. Yeah. Uh, so the idea is that there's like a spaceship in space and they... They're doing experiments, and then they get a, a, a beaker, beacon... They get a beaker. A beacon from another spaceship. They get a beaker. It, it's, uh, it's, it's Harold Ramis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, get, they get, like, a distress call from, and then they go, and turns out that it's this spaceship that's been missing for a long time, and yeah. the main actress's father was on it, and then they go to investigate, and when they investigate, they find a lot of, like, android-type life that's yeah. going on, and they take and the, them... And they find, like, the the one crew member... Well, no, he, 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 he was one of the main guys. Yeah. Which uh, is Maximilian Shell. Which is Maximilian Shell. Uh, and he's like, uh, uh, me? Oh, I haven't been alone. I made all these robot fuck dolls. Yeah. <laughs> I've been fine yeah. for 20 years or... Whatever it is. However long he's yeah. been out I there. I mean, they aged him quite a bit. Because yeah. he wasn't that old in No, the he wouldn't have been that old here. Movie, no. Yeah. Yeah, they they bearded him up and all that. Yeah, um, yeah, and it, it, they're sort of I don't know. They're like poised on the edge of a black hole. They're near an edge, near a black, a black hole. hole. Yeah, he's like studying it. Yeah, and like they they seemed so psyched about it. like the movie seemed so psyched about it and yet so unknowledgeable about it. I'm like did black holes like get discovered the day before this movie yeah. and it was just like all the rage they, they were writing the movie about something else yeah, and then like, somebody, ran black with, hole. somebody ran in with a newspaper and was like yeah. put it in <laughs> in, in fact name the movie it name the movie it call it it um, I wrote just the amount of visible fucking wires from that thing floating around. A lot around. of wires. Like, a lot of wires. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. just constantly see wires. For sure. Um, so the, uh, the 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 bad guy robots on the ship are... are his name playing. is Max. His name is Max. And it was weird to hear Max Shell calling it Call, Max. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, like, playing a target practice game. Somebody kill those dogs. Uh, but, like... The robots are missing sometimes? Yeah. Like, that's not very good for robots. Like, you should be able to program a robot well, to not miss I in target practice. I think we learn, uh, learn why. Oh, yeah, I guess true. I guess true. Because right? they're not perfect robots. They're not perfect robots. Yeah. So I guess, they, yeah, they it, don't have SPHs. <laughs> in hindsight, that that's does make more sense. a perfect sense. robot. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Vincent, the little fucking talking trash can, yep. like, smokes these, like, more sophisticated looking robots at uh at target practice and uh so what is the context of this thing i've written down <laughs> uh, i like when you take notes on something from like a week ago and then you're just sort of like what did i what's this from <laughs> so uh who would have said oh oh it, um who's uh who's slim pickens uh bob bob uh so Oh yeah, so Bob was talking about the the android who uh, who he beat in target practice, and then and then uh, was very mad at and him. then roughed him up. He had his revenge though. He did things to me that I sure don't like to think about. 
So robot rape exists in this world. Yeah. Like Slim Pickens got raped. Just like how 9-11 happened in planes. 9-11, and in that fact, means happened in that planes. there were terrorist self-aware planes that flew themselves into the Twin Towers. Correct. Yeah. It's really something to think about. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you think you can, uh, you want to take a quick pause on the podcast? I probably can. Did that work? Yeah. Oh, it worked. Oh, I was screaming we... into the microphone. <laughs> Should we talk about what would have happened if I had just like somehow erased the three hours and 46 minutes? I would be going to prison right now because I would have killed you. Yeah. Like, I wonder, like, what would we have done? I don't like, I honestly, it terrifies me to think about it. I think we would have just not done an episode today. I think we would have like, we would have at done. least done it next week. Go home, like go home very mad. Yeah, <laughs> not at anyone, just at the situation. Maybe at me. I don't know. I, I, I think <laughs> probably it would at me. Be at you. Maybe but... I'm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, black hole. <laughs> uh, where is we had robot rape? Um, yeah, oh, that's where we were at. It was robot rape? One guy had an insane pronunciation of macabre. Yes, he did. Like he pronounced like the R E so much, macabre. like macabre. Yeah, yeah, it was. I'm like Anthony Perkins. I think. I think it was Perkins. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing, you psycho? Hey, huh? Hey, huh? That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Turn it off. It's not getting any better than that. We're gonna skip the last two. Done. Sorry, Jacob and Arcave. No, we can't skip the last one. No. Last one's a win. last one's a strong close. Last one's the winner. Need a strong close. Um, yeah, I, th- I just had some general notes. Uh, not quite Star Wars budget on this. Yeah. Uh, oh, and the one, the one dude from like the the original crew. No, nothing like he he met the bad guy on the stranded ship the same time as everyone else. But he became such a fucking simp for him. Yeah, he's like you know I thought he's making a lot of sense. <laughs> he's really handsome. So the um the reveal of the whole thing is the the rest of the crew on this stranded ship aren't dead. He made the uh Maximilian made them all into a cyborg things. Yeah. yeah. Uh aka one of the uh lamest types of TF. Yeah. Imagine like he for all intents and purposes, and for all intensive Intensive. purposes, did, like, did the surgery, but, like, what a fucking lame surgery. Yeah, but that's to preserve them for all eternity. Make them a robot? Yeah, I guess the only way is, like, make them a tortoise. or Better than robot. Or a Greenland shark. Or or a Greenland shark. you see that 325-year-old one that they found? No, that's wild. Yeah. Is it a megalodon? No, it's just a regular green shark. Is it the Meg 2? It's the Meg 2. Get Megier. Um, get Meggy with it? Get Meggy with it. Uh, I wrote, uh, what a Disney way to kill off a character when Anthony Perkins gets killed. The, like, spinner thing through the book, but you only see him. Oh, from, like, so lame. up, and then he just kind of falls back into some padding. Yeah, like, yeah, number one bad guy robot had, like, a, a claw thing that came came out like an arm yeah. but it spun really fast and it was sharp on the end so yeah it like basically bored into anthony perkins but you didn't see shit no nothing not a goddamn thing and they it's like he's is de- dead there's no two ways about it he fucking got fucking murdered dead. um so yeah so uh I, how how did we even 
how did we resolve like and th- the bad guys deal well like it is it, it was the classic bad guy motivation of like for science yeah, yeah. um and he wanted to go into the black hole yeah and ju- just to, to, to be the first man in the black hole yeah to be a black hole man <laughs> yeah which i'm sure there's a lot you're something of you're a, you're a man who enjoys black holes i've never had a black hole not with that attitude you have nope. that's a brown hole that's brown holes. <laughs> sure. Plenty of brown holes. Uh, so they it eventually ends up that they have to yeah. go through it. I don't remember exactly what the situation who's was. <laughs> who's, who's to say? It's a, it's a mystery lost to time. Um, or to me a week ago. Yes. <laughs> I wrote the uh, the big like end battle scene while they're trying to escape. Yeah. <laughs> boy oh boy looked like one of those also congratulations on being the first male to get long COVID yeah, <laughs> well Scott this is a bad time to bring it up a heretofore thought girl disease I'm a woman now oh we did it mm. are you sure you're not are you sure you're a woman or do you want to maybe be a bodybuilder mm, I want you to hurt me but not that bad or do you want to just be a cat no, I'll be a cat okay uh, the final like battle scene when they're trying to escape and it was like very much like one of those kids uh, action figure toy commercials. Yeah. Where it was like stationary action figures standing on a thing, yeah. a platform. And then like on the other side, they're just like, pew, pew, pew. Pew. and then somebody's throwing like a, a rock and they like <laughs> collapse and they're like, ah, oh, Megatron's been defeated. <laughs> I, I was waiting for, I was waiting to hear in the background, crossfire. <laughs> yeah, it's like a crossfire commercial. It was, a, it was the crossfire commercial. <laughs> and it's like, oh no, don't fall off that facade into that hole I dug in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they have a battle and then they get into, uh, I don't know, escape pods or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but there's nowhere to go but... The black, well, hole. the black hole. So they uh, they do it in a hope for the best. And so Maximilian, the bad guy, goes to hell? Question mark? A hell planet. A hell planet. And the good guys go somewhere. Somewhere. The end. Well, they, they, you know for sure they were trying to set up a sequel with having oh, yeah. the, the Maximilian thing on the planet. Like, hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, did it happen? Did. How was how was the black hole too? Forty five billion dollars. <laughs> oh man! Nineteen eighty one. That's good money. It's the best money you can make. <laughs> That's good bad money. Bad sci fi sequel. <laughs> Redline two thousand nine by by noted good tweeter Jacob D. That is true. Who complimented your snap picture? That is true. So he says in his recommendation for Redline, it's a story about racers participating in a galaxy-wide race with cars on different planets. It doesn't boast a crazy story, but it certainly makes up for it in animation. In terms of either sub or dub, that's entirely up to you guys, but I would recommend the dub because there's a few funny lines the dub team took liberty in what the characters say. We had the sub, so... It is what it is, uh, and I'm I'm a subs over dubs guys anyway. Who I would I would always rather have a yeah a, a sandwich than uh, than twenty inch rims. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, for sure. I, I would rather read subtitles than have to listen to bad dubbing. Yeah. For sure. Uh, but I, I would like to know, I would like to hear what like the funny liberties they took were. Uh, little trivia for this film is that it's animated in over 100,000 handmade drawings and no CGI. But because of this, the production took over seven years to complete. 
That was the one trivia note I wrote. That is very impressive. And yeah, it's it, super impressive. It looks great. It looks like incredible. yeah, the animation is that fantastic. Is yeah, it looks awesome. Uh, so we start with we start uh, in media res uh, with a race on, uh, and the the first characters we see are just audience members of the race who appear to be uh, dogs. I just wrote fucking more big dog, more big dog, and um, I wrote <clears throat> they're all dogs with no tails. What fresh hell is this? <laughs> uh, where where people are dogs with no tails? That's what hell we're in. I hate it. Um, I thought because they were the first people I saw. I thought every character was that. Those yeah, are just me too. Me too. Th- some characters on this planet, and but there was a wide uh, variety of everything. Uh, there. So yeah. So, so there's the these crazy like elite interplanetary car racers yeah. basically. And uh, they all have sick nicknames, including uh, one girl whose nickname is Cherry Boy Hunter, which I find disgusting. She's looking for virgin boys. Don't like it. Or she's looking for boys to take away her cherry. Could you change your name to Cherry Girl Hunter and not immediately no, go to I would jail? Be in prison. Exactly. I'll be on death row tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> no appeal. You know what? Let's see what happens. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Twitter? Come here. You're changing your Twitter name to Cherry Girl Hunter. Yeah. I like your style. I can do it. I'm not afraid anymore. Uh, what, what am I going to get canceled again? What are you going to... What are you going to... Never mind. <laughs> Bam. Cherry Girl Hunter. <laughs> uh, well, look... Uh, shout out, Jacob. Look what you've done. You've, you've gotten Drew canceled what, again. Do we know what his Twitter handle is? Jacobs? Yeah. It was the John, Oh, that was Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. John Edith or whatever. You don't know. Johnny, is there maybe there's a number? You tell me. Uh yeah, 22. Johnny Edith 22. Shout out. Hope you enjoy all the new weird follows. Oh, I'm 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 sending him a message right now. <laughs> FYI, my new is your fault. <laughs> profile name is a reference to a dumb joke. Ah, a joke. <laughs> Scott and I made while watching your movie pick on the episode episode coming out tomorrow. Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, and why am I even bothering to say it this far into the podcast, but I'm going to try to see if I can figure out how to early release this for subscribers tonight. Oh, and regular release it for non-subscribers tomorrow. Can you do that? I don't know, mm. but it is a thing that is promised in the subscription tiers. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope I can figure it out. I think there's a way to do it. I, I don't know if it's just as simple as uh, uploading it, s- scheduling it for the release time for the plebs, and then just posting a link to it unlisted before that for for members only yeah or what or if there's actually uh some sort of mechanism where you can say when it gets published for different mm. tiers it might just be like the post the unlisted link but uh we'll see we'll see what we can do tonight uh no promises but i'll get better at it keep giving money <laughs> i don't know about that i don't know about Scott, that don't make promises you can't keep but that's like my whole thing <laughs> Uh, I, yeah. The, the next thing I wrote was just uh, this art is great. Uh, yeah. Look, it looks amazing. Yeah. Um, um, my first note is a woman driver, and she didn't immediately start driving the wrong way. <laughs> of course, only in anime. 
<laughs> Very true. Like this is uh, this is <laughs> this is clearly fiction. Um. So yeah. So the race we saw where our hero uh narrowly comes second uh was like the last big qualifier for the giant uh, yep. Grand Prix. Uh, the Grand Prix, which is being held on a planet that explicitly does not want it. It's so weird. Which is a very funny it's power so move weird. by the race people. Which, yeah. which of course, is my <laughs> code for my code for the blacks. <laughs> the race people. <laughs> uh, I wrote Ugh, too many dogs with human teeth. I know. Oh my they god! They all had human teeth. It was awful. Jesus fucking Christ! As if a bit. Look, if they were good dogs, yeah. we'd still be kind of mad because of big dogs' monopoly on furriness. Yep. But the fact that they're bad dogs with human teeth human and no teeth. tails. Yeah, it's just a fucking mess. Get out of here. But yeah, I do the, the like the premise of. The movie is insane. Like the plan, the planet you're hosting the race on is mad that you're yep. hosting the race on it. They don't want you here. Get out! No, we're gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're... Gonna do it here. I don't care if they're gonna explode <laughs> us when we we arrive. Fuck it, we're doing it. <laughs> Every planet gets one race. <laughs> Could her? <laughs> <laughs> I like the setup. Now hit it out of the ballpark. Uh, how about for Earth we just do white people? <laughs> Is that what we were looking for? Uh, well, if, if anything, it would be a Chinese or Indian planet, Scott. I hate to be the bearer bear of bad news. Well, the the number one uh, ethnic demographic on Earth is Han Chinese. So uh, I think we can say whatever we want about them. Sick. Yeah. Because we're minorities. Because we're minorities. Uh, racism equals... Privilege plus power plus population, and they fucking got it all. So I could say chink. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, that that YouTube that one's a test. That one's a test for you. What f- four hours into a fucking podcast? Yeah, that's the test. Pick up on that's you the test. Saying a racial slur to slant eyes. It get picked up. <laughs> it get picked up on Adams. So yeah, but he has billions of listeners. He does. So, uh, so we'll see. That's uh that's a test. <laughs> um, I want that lobster spaghetti they're eating in that one. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that looks delicious. Yeah. Uh, that I I probably should have written myself more context here, but I uh, my next note is just uh tits exclamation mark. We saw uh, yeah, because she's got her tits are hanging out like half the fucking time. Do we see oh, nipple? We see full tits. Yeah, we saw we saw full we tits. Saw full yeah, yeah, yeah. Tits. Uh, what did I what did I wrote? Um, I wrote. Uh, there should have been a uh, pre-movie warning about rapid patterns and flashing colors may cause seizures. It is uh, so... I'm, I'm Sorry, my next note is all caps with periods after each word. This is overstimulating. Yeah, it was... Here's the thing. I've been wanting to watch it for a long time. Yeah. It's been in my watch list and it's been in my Amazon wish list mm. for a Blu-ray for a long time. And... I didn't enjoy watching it because I felt sick. <laughs> yeah, just like overwhelmed with just like it's so much. It's yeah, it's like peak peak anime autism. Yeah, it's it yeah. was very harsh. No offense, Jacob. No offense. <laughs> uh, I also wrote that. Oh, so this is just anime wacky races. <laughs> I 
it sort of is. <laughs> was there a Snidely Whiplash in the mix? Well, kind of. They're like they were all those like weird characters. Is that Snidely Whiplash, or is he the bad guy in Rocky and Bullwinkle? Who's the mustachioed villain in no, Wacky Ra- Races? Is it okay? Yeah. So who's the Snid- bad guy? Snidely Whiplash. No, Snidely Whiplash is it's Rocky and Bullwinkle. Rocky. Uh, no. Uh... Let's find out together. Snidely Whiplash is Dudley Do Right. Yeah, Dudley Do Right. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, Boris and Boris, Boris and Natasha. Natasha. So who is uh, a guy and a dog, right? Because it's in that South Park. Episode. Yeah, Mutley. Mutley is the dog. Mutley mustache, wacky. Well, you could just put races. Yeah. I guess. What would you say the wackiest race is? <laughs> Dick Dastardly. Dick. Dick Dastardly and Mutley. Mm. Should have called. Should have called his dog Harry Hole. <laughs> I gave you Dick all the clues. Dastardly and Harry Hole. I gave you all the clues, Mister Police. Mr. The Police. Um, what else did I write? Speaking like, of which, there was an excessive force policeman in the mix. I like there that. There was. There was. I, I wrote, oh, look, the woman crashed and burned. <laughs> First time for everything. Um, I said, uh, JP, which is the main guy. Yeah. Giving off some serious Archer vibes. Yeah. Like his character. He was his, archery. Even kind of his voice a little bit. Yeah. Was he voiced by H. John, by Japanese H. John Benjamin? <laughs> Can I tell you how good a joke it would have been if H. John Benjamin's first initial was L or R, and then I could have said the other one for Japanese H. John Benjamin? We would have ended the podcast and done the last movie next time. Yeah. But uh, you, you got off with a warning, H. John. Uh, I got messaged back right away. Excellent. Oh, snap. I didn't notice the name change. Thank you. Time to give you guys a tip for both the oh shit and the insider information that my request is being That's... talked about and that I'll be in tomorrow's episode. Hype! Three exclamation points. Very nice. And uh, yeah, and he he also <laughs> did a uh, he did do a, a small a small tip uh, in days or weeks past for the insider information on the full request list. Oh yes, nice. So uh, enjoy it. With my compliments, um, I'm I'm almost willing. Oh, to give him a free one at the end. Almost, almost. We'll yeah. see how we feel. I might give him a free one, and maybe I'll just watch it for myself. We'll um, we'll see how big that tip is. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't well, want to write checks. Keep your eyes on your PayPal. That my penis Bruh. can't cash. I will keep my eyes. I mean, you can't cash checks with a limp penis. That's <laughs> true. Never have been able to. Um, so when they're doing the big race on the hostile planet, the hostile planet has some sort of a super weapon mm-hmm. on it uh, that is in danger of being deployed, uh, resulting in the most ominous sentence of the movie uh, with the uh, involving the name of the super weapon. Funky boy must not be awakened, <laughs> which is just a terrifying funky sentence. Boy. Funky, Whoa, boy. funky, funky boy. boy, not to be confused with the funky weapon. No, uh, I have a big problem with. I don't like how there's a bunch of anthro dogs, but the only cats in the movies are movie are pets. Yeah, because the bad guy's got some Egyptian hairless. That yeah, he like yeah creeps on. I don't like it. No, fucking big dog, get not the fuck it. out. What are we? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna kill all dogs? <laughs> what are we? What are we gonna do? Why would you about big dog choose to be a dog? 
if you had a dog, why would you? <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, we well, we will eventually have to. It's gonna be a race war, Scott, or a species war. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. You know what? I would team up with a Chinese cat before I'd team up with a Canadian dog. Agree. We're gonna have to kill Kelly in a heartbeat. We're gonna kill Kelly. <laughs> um, you know what is one of my favorite things about anime, Scott? Mm-hmm. Is I love that no matter what anime you're watching, there is at least one character slash group that are like oh, definitely not Nazis. <laughs> they just kind of look like they could be Nazis. Yeah, because the. Bad, like, the, the planet that doesn't the, want like the race police is, military their logo of... is very much like a i mean it's not a swastika it's not an iron eagle yeah but it's like but it's also I not the nazis wearing that. it's also not not a swastika and like also or an iron just eagle. wearing armbands in yeah. general is very it, it's a vibe nazi you know? it's a vibe yeah but it's in like every anime there's at least one character that is like a german general looking guy yeah and we will not be talking about any more swastikas at all in the rest of this episode. Thank goodness. JK, there's one more. <laughs> um, what else did I write? Uh, some of the characters kind of gave me like Rick and Morty vibes. Like yeah. the, the design mostly. Because mm-hmm. like there were the, the announcers for the race. And yes. one of them like had like a TV for a head or something. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, they, like they had some character designs. They were, were uh, they were played by uh, Jason Bateman and Gary Cole from uh, Dodgeball. Yes. <laughs> Cotton. Yeah. We'll see if it pays off. Um, yeah. So the, the, the race goes down uh, there. You, there's a big, uh, will they won't they finish oh the 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 girl i think cherry boy hunter and uh and jp yeah um she like she crashes and then he's like hey the hopping hero went it together and uh then then they uh she gives him a hj she gives, she gives him an hj well yep and then he gives her passenger side roadhead the yeah. higher degree of difficulty yeah, but still completely doable completely doable and uh, yeah, they they you know they win uh, they win uh, ju- uh, it comes down to the wire, yeah. <laughs> and just they, under the wire, and uh, and the second they cross the line, he explodes. He every every uh, I wrote it down. Everyone just came at <laughs> yeah. the finish, yeah. like w- walls were painted. They've been edging the whole movie, and I do like. A movie that doesn't overstay its welcome. Yeah. They win the race. It goes, love the end. Yeah. <laughs> love, period, period the, end, the end, period. period. Done. Done. No fucking around. Nope. So, I like that. Any any other bits and pieces you had the there? I had. Guys, it's time for the last movie. For this episode. And then only like oh, 73 imag- more to go. Imagine if this was the last movie overall. Yeah, so happy when it's done. Dece- uh, December and January are going to be a real thing yeah i can't wait for february i'm already so jazzed for february i'm pretty psyched for february but uh let's do this one orca bay you mean like the company that owns the the company that owns the vancouver canucks suggested 1988's criterion collection member kung fu master exclamation mark or in French, which I don't think translates to Kung Fu Master, Le Petit Amour, which the is love. The Little Love. Yeah. Uh, uh, both have I their merits. You tell you that yes. uh, director Agnes Varda 
later admitted that the title of Kung Fu Master was terribly misleading on a commercial viewpoint. Some <laughs> foreign distributors even bought the film of with Thinking the wrong it was impression a Kung Fu movie? It, that it really dealt with the wild adventures of martial arts warriors. That's very, very, I like very, that. very If fun. that's what you're expecting from this movie, you will... It is going to throw you. <laughs> it's going to throw you a little. <laughs> I will say that. So... Can I start by saying... I insist. 80s French people are hideous. Yeah, they're very not... Very ugly. Yeah, they're like... Except for one specific child girl, but... They're like any era of British people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, no, they're like... Because, like, there's a... A party in the back where they're all listening to Burn Down the Hot Topic. Yep. And every <laughs> single one of those kids is hideous. Yeah, they are, they are like ugly they're all, kids. They're all like teenagers or like young 20-year-olds all drinking and smoking in a backyard listening to like the New Order. And they're, they are <laughs> all just they fucking... Probably, it probably was New Order. Fucking so. ugly. Yeah. But you know what? They're, uh, they're funny kids because we get a real strong start <laughs> where someone says AIDS... Mm -hmm. You mean ass infected death sentence? <laughs> I mean, how does that joke work in English and French? In French? Or, or is there a different one? It's no. It's like when you Google translate Sami Zayn and it gives you El, El Generico. Generico. Get, they looked it up. I guess it They're works. Like, how do we pair this together? The system works. <laughs> so very, very shortly in, I say and write to myself, I'm really hoping this movie is just. This woman is a straight-up pedophile, but it's cool because it's French, and there's absolutely nothing else to it. And guy, what did she even do? Nobody got hurt. Nobody got hurt. Nobody got hurt. Sex is sex. Just have fun. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's a woman with a... An ugly woman. With a terrible... A very ugly woman. Terrible late 80s short haircut. Yeah. And bad teeth. And bad teeth. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah, maybe they were just mocking the British in this. Yep. Maybe maybe this was a very well, there's, conscious there's, thing there's by. That's, that's true. Later. We we do we go to we go to yep. England, right? Or yeah. at least British expatriates. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, yeah. hard to say. You're hard to say. <laughs> so, uh, this woman is uh, like it happens so quickly. She just immediately becomes infatuated I, with this boy and no, her daughters. I think you're exaggerating a little bit. Okay. <laughs> it's I don't think it's not like immediately immediately but it's like it's quick it I don't think it's like okay I'm just gonna read you the vi no because I, uh, I don't know whatever um it's like a curiosity but it's not a sexual attraction okay right like it's not yes. immediately to no, like no 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 she doesn't want to fuck him off the bat I don't know that she wants to fucking period. Who knows? I think it's just... Oh, I mean, my, my note literally is, what's so fucking attractive about this kid? He's got a <laughs> dumb fucking haircut. Yep. He's like a little bitch. Yep. He's like, what, because he smokes, so he's cool? <laughs> he does I mean, smoke. I established at the beginning of this podcast. It is cool. Smoking looks cool. Yep. But I just don't get it. Like, yeah. it's not like... You know, if you look at uh, other female sex predators, yeah. it's always like... Oh, this kid is like 15, but he looks like he's 20. Yeah. He's like ripped. He's already got a mustache and he's got like a nine incher. And this kid is like, <laughs> this a is like the fucking wiener. It's like the opposite. Like he's in her daughter's grade. Yeah. And her daughter looks five years older than well, him. Who her daughter was? 
Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte Gainsborough. Rampling Gainsborough. Of? <laughs> of Nymphomaniac. Of every Lars von Trier English the, movie. All the Von Triers. And uh, she's done some terrible things on camera. Anyways. <laughs> now, what if I told you that Jane Birkin, who is the main woman. Yep. Is the... Is an actual pedophile? Is the real life mother. Oh. Of Charlotte Gainsborough. Oh. And the younger daughter. Oh. Like the two daughters are her actual real life daughters. So just a real mother and two daughters. And uh, Julian, the kid, yep. boy, is the son of the director. Oh. Fun. Isn't that weird? That is weird. I that didn't know you're that. watching your child's son, uh, as Get- my note says right here, uh, straight up actually grab her tit straight and up. close mouth kiss her? Yep. Absolutely. France, 80s France. What a wild place. It, what it, a wild place. The absolute... Straight up touched her tit. It was the... Uh, 80s France is absolutely the wild west of sexuality. Let's go. <laughs> Just a, a den of iniquity. Let's go. Let's go find Roman. We'll go hang out with him. He'll show us all the cool places. <laughs> he would know the cool places. He would know the cool places. <laughs> So yeah, after like one or two meetings with the boy, just like her daughter related meetings with the boy, because uh, they're doing a project project together. together from the end. Uh, she, I think she just goes to pick up her daughter at school, but accidentally hits the boy with her car. Yeah, but like, uh, not even hard. Hard like taps him yeah. and like mildly injures his hand and sh- and says to him. Uh, do you want to go to a pharmacy to get some band-aids or a cafe? Yeah. <laughs> or hey, do you want to go fix your cut or do you want to go on a date? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to do you want to cure your hand? Shoving it in my pussy. <laughs> it's true. Pussy juice does have healing properties. It does. It's the it's the aloe vera of bodily fluids. It'll cure the gay. It'll cure the gay away. I heard that. Cure Never tried it, but away. heard that. <laughs> cure the gay away. We Was I doing peaches? Oh, not what I thought. Oh, what did you think I was doing? Uh, I thought you were doing the Fraggle Rock theme. Dance, oh. dance your cares away. Worries for another no. day. <laughs> I was doing uh, Cure the Gay the Away. Pain Away by <laughs> yeah. Peaches. Um, so yeah, so then they go to a cafe on their date. Uh, <laughs> oh, what is... Uh, what? Oh, yeah, she's she's talking... She talks to her daughter about it, kind of justifying her whatever infatuation with the boy and she basically says to her daughter uh when i was your age i had a thing for pedophiles so <laughs> so if you hear anything about your friend don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's basically what she kinda, was saying yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like don't be weirded out if other young boys are into older women yeah everyone's everyone's yeah, everyone doing does it, it. <laughs> i wrote um Man, how fucking boring video games were. Like, if I went back, if I got transported back in time to being, like, a 12-year-old in 1984. Yeah, and I would which just, you were. And I would just be like, or, eight, sorry, 88. I would just be like, uh, yeah, okay, like, uh, talk to me when this is in, like, 8K. <laughs> like, it's so boring. Like, he's playing Kung Fu, like, a Kung Fu Master game. Yeah, which is there's the, two buttons. Which is the name of the movie. Yeah. And it's just, like, literally, what, what did I write? Uh, you just have to figure out the one trick, and you can beat. And the you game. can beat the game. Like, yeah, there's oh, not much these, to it. These guys can only do straight punch. Yeah, so you just have to duck, duck, and kick them, and just wait. <laughs> yeah, or then like he's punching butterflies. Yeah, like cool. You just push the button, push the button. Yep, push the button. Like yeah, I get that it's stimulating in 1988, but looking back at it, you're like, this is dog shit. Yeah, 
yeah, it, it's tough to go back that far video game wise. Yeah, I mean, there's still like NES games you can enjoy. Yeah, sure. But going back further, it's yeah. it's pretty and simplistic. especially like n- like generic knockoff games that aren't even like yeah. main games. Yeah, this th- it, this is a real game. Yeah, oh yeah. Kung Fu Master is a real game. But uh, yeah. I still I do that like, I played when I was 25. <laughs> I do like the fact that uh, 1988 video games are. Uh, as ma- managed as well as 2022 EA sports games. So, because <laughs> uh, they're shit and these are shit and everything's shit. <laughs> yeah. So, they, yeah, they go to an arcade and he... Oh, no, it, the, the game's at the yeah, cafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then, she, uh, then she starts, like, checking out arcades to see what other arcades have his favorite game, Kung Fu Master. And... How many arcades are on this street? I don't know, 40? Yeah, she like goes into one, she's like, do you have Kung Fu Master? And they're like, no, try next door. Yeah. And like, do you have Kung Fu Master? No, try across the street. I'm like... I'm like, do you have Kung Fu Master? Yeah, we got 14 of them. Yeah, like, there's so many... Ar- it, the, yeah. Is it the arcade district? The arcade district. She actually gets in the hammock with you. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, and, and then, okay, my next line is, like, is a kiss on the hand from a child... All it takes for you to realize that, like, yeah, I want to fuck him. Or, like, I want to... Are you asking me personally that question? You you personally. Uh-huh. If a 12, 10-year-old... 12. 12-year-old French boy yep. was to give you a gentle, delicate kiss on the top of your paw... Yeah, I'd fuck him. You'd fuck him? Yeah, I'd fuck him. Okay, I guess I'm wrong. I guess, I, I guess, I <laughs> I guess I'm the bad I guy. I guess I misunderstood the movie. <laughs> Because literally, that's all it is. Like, yeah. like she like puts her like grabs his hand. Yeah. He gives her like a nice little like, yeah. On and the she's top like, of the hand, gotta have and it. And she's like, oh, I'm so wet right now. Gotta have that unmatured dick. Yeah, like doesn't even really have pubes yet. Yeah, doesn't need manscaped.com. Doesn't, but you guys do. Promo code cats twenty. Uh, <laughs> and all, like all of these kids. Are drinking and smoking like they're in Mad it's Men. France! Like they're in fucking Mad Men. It's France. But There's no age of anything. Yeah, they're all like twelve. It's Who crazy. Cares? Yeah, it's nuts. It's France. <laughs> you, have, you start drinking wine at ten. You have sex when you're nine. Yeah, it's France. Who gives a shit? Yeah, and I I guess this must have been when the kid was like alluding to his relationship to his friends, and at which point I wrote, "Does." Every single 80s movie, regardless of country of origin, contained the line, you're not a fag, are you? Because, yeah. <laughs> like, it literally, literally everyone, it's crazy. Legally, in the, in the eyes of law, you have to ask your friends if they're, what are you, a fag? You have yeah. to. Yeah, Every it was movie. nuts. Um, so, like, he, he's not feeling well. He gets sick. Yes. And she goes to see him at his house. Yeah. And I, I just like bold made a fictional like a fictional line of like, oh hey son, this um random lady that we don't someone know, else's mother uh, is, is here, here to visit you in your bedroom unsupervised. Yeah, France man, eighties France, eighties France. You know what? Probably twenty twenties France. I would assume France <laughs> yeah. is a real shithole country. I mean, France did make cuties last year. They did. So you know, things haven't changed as much as they. And uh, this is at the point where he uh, straight up touches her tit. Straight up touches her tit. Um, what's the deal with the AIDS backdrop of the movie? Uh, AIDS was a big Is it just that it was 1988 and we had to talk about well, it? Because uh, it didn't, like, relate to the main plot. I just kind of wrote, like, 
Man, 80s AIDS fear seems so insane now. It's nuts. That it's completely curable and not even a concern for anyone. Yeah. Like, you get AIDS, you're like, oh, okay, I gotta take a pill like three times a week. Yeah. Like, oh. Just snort prep, you'll be fine. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. But like, but, I, don't, I don't understand what the whole, like, I guess the... F- I mean, the fear was rampant in the eighties. I guess. So just like, I guess it was just like height of AIDS panic. Where there's sex. Yeah. Well, there isn't sex. In no, this. there isn't sex, and le- and it's a girl and a guy. So. Well, Scott, if you don't think that doesn't come up later, I'm not, I'm not gonna. Well, it comes up in literally my next note. Oh, the it's... the giant heterosexuals can get AIDS billboard. Oh where, yeah. Where I wrote L O L O L O L L O L O L and well, monkey and monkeypox too, right? Well, Magic Johnson. <laughs> True. Magic. Irving. Irving Magic Johnson. Uh, well, I have, yeah, before, I, I have that note as well, but I wrote, like, uh, anyway, so they're, they're trying to find a place to go to, like, be alone. Yeah. And he says, oh, like, my cousin has this, like, place above this place that we can go to, whatever. Yeah. And so then we go, they go, they get in the elevator, and he, like, <laughs> they, like, like close mouth kiss each other for a bit. Yeah. And then turns out that, like, he was lying about it, and... My note, like that, that, it was just like a place he knew about. Yeah, and it, it was like, why is she so fucking mad about him making up a cousin's place? Like, that's one less person yeah. that would be suspicious about you trying to fuck a kid. This is good. Yeah, like, why are you so fucking mad yeah. about it? So they have like an argument about it. She slaps him, and he slaps her the fuck back, yeah, and yeah. it's great. It's great. Uh, yeah, it's really big great. fan. Uh, I enjoyed it. At, at which point, right, right, right after that scene ended, I wrote, I hope they make up so she can fuck this kid. Uh, I wrote that he had a really sick Nazi helmet. Uh, and I wrote, France is gay for Hitler. They really were. Yeah. They really were. Couldn't get enough. Nope. Just like, make us Vichy France but You know again. why? Because... It- it was uh, it was business daddy. It was business, business daddy. daddy. Came in and they were like, "Ooh, I like business daddy a lot." Yep. I'm like, "No, don't go. <laughs> don't don't, go. don't fake killing yourself and move to Argentina. <laughs> don't go. <laughs> yeah, don't, so good. Don't die on a beach in 1972. <laughs> he lived a long full life. Uh, what else did I write? Uh, oh, I enjoyed that they had a, a bit of Fry a and Laurie. A bit of Fry and Laurie. A bit of a bit of Fry and Laurie. House! <laughs> Big fan. And a gay man. Yep. And they were doing gay jokes. They were doing AIDS they're jokes. They doing AIDS jokes. Yep. Yeah. Because it kept coming up, even though it had nothing to do what, with what was nope, actually going on. But, uh... uh just AIDS fever was running rampant. Uh, I wrote, ha, also, getting AIDS from straight sex. How silly. Well, yeah, the, the uh, yeah, the heterosexuals can get AIDS billboard, and then made me think about monkeypox. And I don't just want to do a joke from SNL Weekend Update, but I I watched Weekend Update this week, right. which is the only SNL I watch now because the rest is literally unwatchable. Um, but they they had a good ass joke. Uh, Colin Jost had a good ass joke in uh, in Weekend Update, and I was like mad. I didn't write it because mm. um, apparently there the I don't know if it's a WHO or whatever are changing monkeypox to mpox. Okay, because they think monkey Monkeys is will be offended. No, because they think monkey is racist, which is dicey in its own but right. But it's not. Anyways, <laughs> and then and then <laughs> Colin said, I, "I never would have 
thought racial implications of that, but now I'm really wondering what the N and N95 stands for. <laughs> which is such a good joke. That's like, pretty great. And like pretty edgy for SNL. And uh, yeah, and overall, I was just mad I didn't write it. Yeah, that but was uh, good. yeah, nice piece of business. Uh, I like that she asks, uh, do all women once in their lives fall for a teenager? No, they don't, ma'am. Are you a woman? <laughs> You're a pedophile. Are you a woman? Wait, do all women Scott, once in their lives fall for a Scott, teenager? name a woman. Oh, um. I Na- guess, name a woman. Like any. Scott, any, name a woman. Uh, any woman. Uh, I can't. <laughs> um. I don't know if I have anything else, really. I mean, they the daughter finds out that something's going on. The daughter finds out. Necking in the in the backyard. Yeah, mother goes hard, harder than I thought, uh, yelling, "You're just jealous at the daughter!" Yeah. <laughs> when her daughter catches her, amazing. Yep. I'm like, oh, we're doubling Not, down. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I like the strong stance on like. Listen, bitch, he chose me over you. I'll fuck your friend if Back I want off. to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if I want that tiny, non-fully grown dick, I'm going to take it. <laughs> yeah, I think um, someone talks about reporting her for statutory rape. I'm like, oh, so statutory rape does exist in this world. Because I was starting to think it didn't. <laughs> I was starting to think it was all just chill. Just chill. It's relaxed. It depends who finds out. Uh, the, so the kid doesn't really have parents. His grandparents, um, right? Because yeah. doesn't no, he's got his because his. I think his mom is at the place when he's sick. Oh, I thought it was his grandma. I don't know. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So the daughter finds out, and then she decides to stay with the grandparents who they're visiting. Yeah. And so the mom takes the younger daughter, and also uh, the grandpa is the oldest man in the world. Yeah, maybe he's so old. Uh, so she decides to take the younger daughter and this boy who she's not the mother of on a vacation to an island off Maybe the he coast. didn't have parents around because that's insane. I feel like there was something about like asking your grandmother something something. Like, yeah. I, I feel like I, that the was parents mentioned. might have been like long term out of town or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So yeah, then they just go to a remote island. Yeah. And a, have a relationship a with her youngest daughter also a there. A 40-year-old woman, yeah. a 12-year-old boy, and like a 6-year-old daughter. Correct. Yeah. Quite a situation. Quite a situation. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it, it just leaves her, her daughter, that's the boy's age, just to her uh, her own devices. Uh, but uh, d- sad ending. It, uh, it doesn't work out, but the... Uh, oh, surprise, surprise. Like the the boy definitely like won the relationship, yeah. Like completely, yeah. Because like she's there like pining over him, yeah. And he's talking to his friends like, yeah, I fucked this older woman, but like she was she wasn't that good, and yeah. I'll I'll fuck a better yeah. older she, woman she, later. She's ugly, and yeah. Like, like yeah. I could holy do so shit, much better. Like I, this kid is gonna live a fantastic life. I got to admit, I was expecting full pen. I thought they might fuck. I thought that they might I don't, do something. Yeah. Like, we don't even like even like implying yeah. a blowjob or yeah. something. We don't know that they didn't fuck on the island, mm-hmm. but we were never shown, and it was never implied. Yeah, there was no like we saw nothing beyond kissing and tit grabbing. Yes. Yeah. 
but uh, but I've written my own fan fiction that you can uh, <laughs> you can download at the top tier <laughs> YouTube subscription. Uh, so yeah, this was a treat. I knew nothing about this movie going in. Finding out it was on Criterion, and was then insane. yeah, first finding out it's a pedophile movie, then finding out it's Criterion, just like layer after layer of fun on uh, on Kung Fu Master, and we have a couple other. Orca Bay picks, I believe, and I'm looking forward to Orca uh, Bay. to all of those. So thank you to uh, the, the Vancouver Canucks parent organization for picking cool pedophile movies for us. Yep. And if you want to, if somebody else out there, uh, you know, wants to give us uh, X amount of money, $50 or more, for Scott and I to watch a really good pedophile movie. Oh. Uh, don't worry. I got one. Rush Hour 3. For, like, the four minutes he's in it? Yeah. Yeah. But also, Chris Tucker was on Epstein's Island. Uh, mm. That's disappointing. But also, pretty sick. But also, <laughs> but also nice. Uh, if somebody would like to pay $50 or more yep. for us to watch 2004's Mysterious Skin. Ooh. I would There's love... There's some good fucking insane stuff. In that movie. I would love to get in on some mysterious skin. So yeah, any late. Have you seen it? I haven't, but I know about oh, 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 oh. it. <laughs> and I would love someone to pay me to watch it. Would love. I had it recommended to me by a, a gay friend. Nice. With no context. <laughs> and Beautiful. I watched it and was like, I don't think I can be friends with him anymore. <laughs> if he thinks this is what I want to see. Our, our relationship is over. Yeah, well, he moved our gay relationship is over. Yeah. As and long as he doesn't call me old and fat, then I'll oh, be fine. Devastated. Devastated. I'd be devastated. Oh, my God. So so that was, uh, that was the first episode of the All Request Spectacular in a tight four and a half hours, baby. Maybe we should do less preamble. Maybe we should kill ourselves. Maybe. <laughs> We should just kill everyone who requested a movie, oh, and then they'll never know. A reverse suicide? Yeah. Where we kill everyone but us? You mean, so a murder? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, 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 some murders are just like, I want you dead. Yeah. But a reverse suicide ah, it, yeah, yeah. achieves the same effect as a suicide, right. just in the other direction. Right. Because a, a suicide is like, I don't want to be... I, I don't want to be around anymore. No. <laughs> and But instead of killing yourself, you kill all the people you don't want to be around. So you do want to be around now. Reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Think about it. Let's do it. I don't have to ask me twice because it was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, getting a little punchy at the end of the episode. <laughs> um, what are the things to hit? 50 bucks. Late late request. Late special. Comers. Yes. Late latecomer special. 50 bucks a pop. Get it in. We we you know it. We we don't want more movies, but we we want money more than we don't want movies. So, get them in. Uh sub, uh join and pay money on YouTube. Go go to youtube.com/atnotscotthanson. Click join, pay money. Uh it will be worth your while. If not this week, another week. Keeping it general. <laughs> I'm a cameo star. I'm quitting everything to do cameo if you guys light it up enough. Cameo.com slash scoot. Tell friends about the podcast who don't currently listen and would maybe don't tell everyone, you know, 
maybe not everyone will share our sensibilities. Oh, I don't tell anybody about anything because I'm I don't want them to know what I'm doing. That's that's the right way to go. But I'm fine if other people yeah, tell people. people. I don't know. I, so, yeah. So we get some more subscribers, and of course, Manscape.com promo code Cats twenty. But maybe save it till next week. Just make a note in your diary, in your day planner, on your Palm Pilots that, hey, I all this stuff I need from Manscaped, I'm going to buy it next week once the new deal for us kicks in. So I think that's all the things. I'm exhausted. I need to have a good lie down and, and if drew is in my way when i lie down i will lie down on drew and th- i'm calling that a, a hazard of the job drew what are your plans uh well first of all i can't handle that much weight on me at once uh <laughs> the whale was a biopic <laughs> not saying about you i'm just saying it's you're a saying biopic. it was a biopic who uh, i it don't know could be anyone it, 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 Litter box me, Drew Tarian, or, you know, stuff. I got, yep. That's all I got. Truer words, <laughs> never spoken. <laughs>